What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, and I'm here to break your bones, smash your head in, and stomp on your heart. And I'm (laughs) (laughs) and I'm Jordan Canning, your neighbor, mathematician, and stripper. And joining us all the way from scenic Pod of Greed. Hi, I'm Elliot Valentine, and I'd like to get married, but I'm not engaged yet. Oh, welcome, boy. welcome, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank get, you for having getting in me. Right under the wire, as we've got like six episodes left. I just How wanna... are you guys feeling? <laughs> Bad, sick. Yeah, I want to peek behind the curtain for you, Elliot. That uh, at the time of recording, the last episode of your podcast was the end of the Battle City arc of Yu-Gi-Oh, and uh, you and the Pot of Greed crew were uh, riding about as high as you've ever been on that podcast. It and I is, just feel, <laughs> yeah, it is my favorite. Meanwhile, we're being dragged by a horse. We're like in the sewer, and we're like sort of dragging you to hell with us just for one it, week. Yeah, it is my favorite episode of Yu-Gi-Oh, and my very best friend was on it as our guest, and I could not have been filled with more serotonin. And then we're here in the sewers, like it beckoning <laughs> you down. <laughs> we're- so we're like we're the we're like the gremlin just the sewer gremlins and we're here to to make you see things from our perspective for once so there will be no setakaiba or mocha although for to put this on the record you have seen this show before yes that is true yeah i mean not for 15 years i would say why not god i wish that were me (laughs) well first of all i didn't I decided to do a podcast about a cool show about children's card games instead of about teen pregnancy. Um, but is there is there something about the show of Secret Life that didn't like call you back? Something like, you, you didn't know? you didn't feel like you didn't feel you didn't feel tempted to rewatch it at all? Really? Uh, you know, I forgot it existed until your guys's podcast. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> yeah, with I think you. a lot of people probably did. did. Had had you seen the whole show or just some of it? Um, I have seen bits and pieces. My childhood best friend rebecca was uh really into it and whenever we would go back to her house after middle school we would watch it and i haven't seen it since then but i would get updates from her about what was going on so and i tuned back in for kind of the ending so i i uh i have basically no no ass I have, I right, wish... no, no, no spoilers. I basically have no idea what's going on. This was Perfect. a real, this was a real shock to my one, system. I wish for one day I could transport myself into the mind of a person who was in the target demographic of this show and enjoying it. Because every time I watch a show and I just think like, this is just a show for adults about adults and dads and parents being correct. And then it's like, who are the teens and middle schoolers who were tuning in after school every day? What were they like? What was going through their mind when George Jurgens is like, Amy always gets what she wants. She has to learn well, they, whatever. The, like, the middle schoolers were probably just clapping, enjoying watching all of the business deals that George <laughs> did for his restaurant. Whatever they think about restaurant ownership or 
teens getting divorced or what like an exciting tale of restaurant ownership what an exciting tale is. about how there's extra boxes to unpack at my job because the restaurant had a new deal in town speaking Great. of having extra things to unpack <laughs> oh, this is God. season five episode 19 interference written by brenda hampton and elena rada directed by the one and only keith truesdale a uh, very bad episode a very bad episode a very very now bad I'm episode. hearing from your guys' Discord server that this was an especial. I I kind of popped in for an especially rough one. Yeah, it's usually really good. If we, <laughs> I gotta say, I think that almost all of the time when we have a guest on, they get some of the worst episodes. It's just it's that. like playing Russian roulette. You just you, except it's like playing Russian roulette where like five of the chambers are loaded and then one of them is empty and then. It's one chamber with a bullet and then five chambers with a four kids one piece boxing glove that comes out of the gun and punches <laughs> you in the face. Yeah, a harmless laser. Yeah. A finger gun. Helmepo's trick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this episode, this episode is perhaps the the earliest I've ever gone into all caps in my notes. <laughs> I'm I this didn't like take the- notes because I was watching this episode from 10 feet above my body. Boy, that's <laughs> you were astral projecting into somewhere safe. I was. Uh, I was. I was holding on to my anchor, uh, which of course <laughs> is a literal anchor from a boat. Uh, as as I watched Ben sitting next to Amy on the plane back which, from New York, which we knew he was going to do because he did talk about watching it her before. sleep, watching her sleep, sleep well, my love. Oh she, my god. She does the thing. She's like asleep, but she like leans over and she, her like head's on his shoulder. And then the flight attendant walks by and says, Does your wife want anything else? And then oh. Ben says, We're fine. And thank you. <laughs> at which point, Ben. God. Ben looks down at Amy's hand. Now, I'll say at this point, I paused um, right here and I said in the Discord, um, basically that i'm just getting bad vibes from ben i can just feel them through the screen he hasn't yeah, he's done usually, anything he's yet pretty good he's usually very sweet and nice and romantic but this week he was kind of you know he's he's a, well he's, this week this he week decided he was, he was to take off, kind of off amy's week. wedding ring and engagement ring while she was asleep and put and them put in his in shirt his, pocket that's disgraceful teen crime right out the gate disgraceful teen literal crime uh, <laughs> I, I, I have pressed caps lock Disgrace, at this point. Disgraceful cream? Disgraceful teen theft. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> what? This, okay, I'm coming in fresh, I know, and, like, the, Brenda! Sometimes when you're stalking your ex-girlfriend to make sure that you're sitting next to her on her flight home from New York at the college that you're going to because you found out she was going there... Oh my you god, that's my nightmare. Wait until she falls asleep, and then you take off her engagement ring and wedding ring and put them in your shirt pocket. You just, it's the girl he who, dated like, freshman year. Has you not have done to that. understand that that's what you do when you date a girl the first year of high school and now you're a senior. That's how you treat her. Yeah. He's a nice a guy. He's such do a that. nice guy. He's such a nice guy, and they definitely know what they're doing with him in season five, and there's a reason for him to exist. Well, it, so, you have to understand that, like, four episodes, he realized that his relationship with Amy was bad. Uh, but then he yeah. takes her wedding ring and steals it uh, at, like, a crime, and then he leans his head on her and and goes to sleep, so that's yeah, also he, like, great. Yeah, he, like, sheepishly looks like... Can can I get a, can I get away with this? And then he's like he leans on over well, her well, and she's they falls do think asleep. She is my wife on this flight. She's my flight wife. Yeah, prison Only for, for Ben. Uh, I think we can all agree. Nobody nobody else has a a, a flight wife. I'm the only. Am I the only other person who 
Who just chooses just a looking, flight wife. I just looking around on the plane and I, I I don't have a flight wife, but hopefully, you know, by the end of the flight I will. Hopefully Amy will wake up and she'll say, Oh Ben, my husband. Well, I don't. I don't think that she'll be. I, I. I just feel like if you wanted her to be your her your flight wife, you would want her to be wearing a wedding ring. No, because he needs to give it to her. Oh, it, he, that's Ricky's wedding ring from her. His, I see, him. I see. So if he gives hey, it back, hang to on, her, my roommate is knocking on my door. Just a second. Hey, can you stop? <laughs> I want to talk about Secret Life too. Okay. Uh, so Ricky is at Jeff's with uh with George and John. Uh, John is asleep and George says, Hey, did you know that John is three and we've skipped two of the birthdays on this show? Anyway, uh, Ricky tells George, he doesn't think that Amy wants to get married before she goes off to New York. And George says that it's impossible for Amy to go to Hudson and still be a responsible wife and mother. So to hell with her, I suppose. Fuck you, Amy. You made the mistake when you were, had it became a teen mom. And, Uh, uh, this is where George says, quote, I know it's tough being a teenage mother, but Amy has had a lot of support. Sure. Whatever you say, So George. fuck her. Fuck Amy. She doesn't get to have what she wants because she we had support do. at some point. Yeah. Remember in, in season one, episode six, when someone <laughs> supported her? Was that Ashley? Yeah, probably. Who? Who? Uh, she just siblings? so you know... Uh, Amy oh, do you has not remember sister? Ashley, her cool Amy has goth a, sister? Amy has a goth sister who uh, left the show forever and only got mentioned this episode, so that was kind of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, we'll I know she has a... Does she have a gay mom? She does she have does a gay mom. Am I hallucinating? Okay, cool. She does. Molly Ringwald is her gay mom. Right. Yeah, her I mom turned so Molly... gay that Amy turned homophobic for a few episodes. Her mom turned so fine. gay that she turned into a villain, <laughs> Yeah, which is great. Oh, so, you know, okay. me too. So, so uh when you reach yeah when you reach like level 35 level 35 become a when, villain level 35 is when you become the evil landlord <laughs> <laughs> just okay, kidding uh, gay people can't be landlords that's true <laughs> uh, so george, if you're a landlord you're straight fuck you george tells uh ricky he's like you gotta shut that down right now it's not good for amy to get everything she wants you have to make her stay here and get married and go to school here. <laughs> List of things that Amy got that she wanted. This, that that's it. That's it. She got accepted into Hudson University. She got... Oh, she doesn't see Madison and Lauren very often anymore. She probably season wanted one, that. someone gave her a pair of overalls for John for free. Oh, she did want that, yeah. Ah, she gets whatever she wants. Ah, oh, damn. Oh uh, come on, I'm gonna Amy. say, uh, you know... I'm just calling it like I see it kind of play by play. I don't remember fucking anything about Ricky. Uh, in this scene, at least, I was like, when the shitty dad was like, oh, so you're going to pay for this little slip up for the rest of your life? And Ricky just goes, y- yeah? <laughs> yes. Don't, don't let Ricky charm like, you. My son? I, <laughs> right. I'm Again, I have fresh eyes. And just of in course, this one scene. Course. In this one scene, I was like, okay, Ricky. Like, yeah, the, the one thing that the... we can give Ricky is that he's, he's not a MGTOW. <laughs> he's not a what? A man going, a man, his, a own man going his own way. He wants okay. to go the way of his wife so he can be mad at her all the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah if, no, if I mean, doesn't... even later in this episode, I hate Ricky, but in this okay, one, he thing, has I was no like, wife, how can, finally. Who is he going to yell at and look good, good in comparison to? Ugh. This is a fact. This is why he needs Amy. So Ricky asks George to... Uh, help help amy afford an apartment in new york and george says that he specifically bought this restaurant so that he wouldn't be able to help anyone with anything 
he bought what is apparently a the only restaurant in town and be a very successful restaurant so that he wouldn't have money anymore that's how it works Sorry, can't help but be poor. I'm a successful business owner. I have two I mean, businesses now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna... what? He, that, oh, I hate the show. Do you like it? Oh, never mind. <laughs> you look at George say and say, like "Wow, what a good dad." <laughs> I, I do. I like it when I like it when I ask my dad for a loan, and he says, "Uh, no, I spent all my money just so that nobody else could have it." I preemptively me. <laughs> bought a restaurant. I like the the thing about On the this off chance you were going to ask me for money. <laughs> George keeps telling Amy that he's not going to give her money to go to college in New York, and then he tells her that he's not going to give her any money, and he has no money to give her, and then he also tells her to go to college in Los Angeles, which I love. That's a great parenting right there. Yeah. He's like, I can't give you money to go to college in New York, nor am I going to give you the money to go to college in Los Angeles, but I'm still going to make you do it. Yeah. Thanks, well, he's George. A, he's, he's a good he's father. Nice good. I love him. Uh, this is where uh, we, we go back to the, the plane, and the flight attendant wakes up Ben and Amy, and she's like, can you put your seats up, you fucking pieces of shit? How dare you? Can you, you and your wife please put your seats up? Oh, uh, very nice. Amy, Amy wakes up, and she's like, ew, Ben, get the fuck off me, you freak. And then Ben's like, uh, you were on me first. And Amy's like, oh, so you you were asleep on me on purpose? And he's like, huh, well, it was nice while it lasted. Oh, I, oh. I so, would literally rather i i would like a complete redo of this show and again i'm just spitballing haven't seen this one episode i think it would be good if ben was just played by aiden gillen little fingers actor i think i think we've actually made a lot of little finger references on this podcast but i think uh little finger is usually like ethan every woman is my wife every wife (laughs) is my girlfriend <laughs> I don't remember which one Ethan is. So, oh well, uh, Ethan you're in is, luck because yeah, we're about to he's, talk about he's, him. He's he's uh, he's like tells Margaret he's Ethan's here and he's like I got it, I've got it. I'm doing a survey. It's not political. I promise. Oh, it's that centrist. one's Ethan. Oh my god, it's a centrist yeah, so survey. Ethan, okay, so uh, last week, which you wouldn't have seen last week on the program, uh, Ethan ended the episode by proudly announcing that he's good at algebra now and he knows what an integer is and he can do <laughs> to basic be fair algebra. knowing what an integer and you even said this on the episode knowing an integer is not what does not make you good at algebra because that's just knowing the definition of a word well so I, I guess he that- realized that because now his the c plot for this episode is ethan is going around like asking people doing the classic the classic uh middle schooler meme of going, uh, excuse me, do you use algebra in your daily life? No? Sign here, and we'll get it removed from the school curriculum. I'll say this, this is like the first, like, teenage high school plotline that this show has attempted in a long time, so... <laughs> yeah, you could you, you could know? be forgiven for not knowing Come that on, this takes Brenda. place at a school. Brenda's writing that teen stuff. Algebra. She's writing it, She's she's got her finger on the pulse. She, she knows that the teens don't like Go back algebra. to her home planet. <laughs> I mean, hey, it could be like... Sign this paper, uh, men shouldn't have to pay alimony or something like that. <laughs> you frankly, you know that's a little asterisk at the bottom of the fucking algebra <laughs> note. Men, algebra and alimony, two things that shouldn't exist. So, two yeah, things Ethan, that involve integers and shouldn't exist. <laughs> Ethan says he has 24 signatures so far. Uh, uh, he... He oh he has a, he has his midterms on Monday and he doesn't want to have to take his algebra midterm so he's 
trying to get. So he's going to get it removed by Monday. This is going to work, I think. Which I think like he's that, got a good idea going here. That so Margaret plot, is, plot point could have been funny if they had like done a joke. If they'd done a yeah. joke. So uh, Margaret is like, but Ma- you know, Margaret is kind of the wise boomer of this episode in this moment, and she's like always. smiling serenely. Uh, I mean, she did. She did want to throw Ricky and Amy a, a funny racist Indian wedding one time. So, well, she's well, not her always wise. Is a funny racist. Pobody's nerfed. <laughs> Pobody's nerfed. But she is wise boomer this week. So she's like, she's like Ethan. Even if, even though you may not use algebra in your life, you will be using algebra in high school. And if you don't study, you'll fail. Smiling serenely. She also looks directly at the camera and lists some careers yeah. and and that use algebra <laughs> daily. And she says, "And uh, those are some wonderful, fulfilling careers." And math who doesn't professor, love algebra, math teacher, yeah. <laughs> math. Ethan, don't you want to be a civil planner? <laughs> I I, ugh, I don't want him to plan anything. <laughs> That's true. So Ethan's like, "Well, I haven't met any of those people." I do have a, a quick nitpick, and uh, I I am now realizing this is a, a rancid Keith cut. Uh, I don't know if, if either of you felt this, but the cut from Ethan ending the scene where he's like, I haven't met anyone with those careers, di- directly to Adrian, like, walking into the bedroom with a tray of breakfast for Omar, it was a very fast cut, and it was very jarring. Well, so I, I, did, I did just want to say, fuck you, Keith. The uh, cut was so fast and jarring that you could actually see Ethan and Margaret were in the bedroom with Omar for just a brief second, and then they sort of... <laughs> right, before they phased, phased back out, out of existence. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just spun t- the camera around. They were still T-posing because they hadn't removed the models <laughs> yet. So yeah, Adrian's textures were still loading. Adrian has... Uh, PS1 ass Adrian over here. Um, I was, like, perplexed by the fact, you know, when you want to serve someone breakfast in bed, you have to have the breakfast in bed tray, and I was wondering where- backing up? That's me, I told you about the construction, that's at all times. I'm backing up out of this episode. Stop backing up with podcasting. Goodbye! (laughs) Bye, Jordan! Should I wait wait for Mike Jordan? (laughs) Goodbye! I think it stopped. So I was thinking, like, when did Adrian get this tray? And then I remembered for the patrons that this was the tray I'm glad that, that you ben, also had a tray that, note. That Ben uh, served Adrian breakfast in bed before they made love. When <laughs> she's teased no trays. Like, they didn't make love in the fan fiction we read uh, after Ben got her breakfast in bed. And that's what I'm saying. I'm, so, I'm just saying, I'm I'm 26. I don't yeah. own a tray. Where did she? She had to go out and buy this breakfast in bed tray. Yeah, so, if, um, if it were me, I would be walking into the room for Omar with a fucking baking sheet with, with so toast on it. Adrian's like, I've I got told a, you. I've got a big piece of cardboard laying on my floor right now. That's what I'd fucking be using. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a large piece of bread that has been cut into a tray. So Omar, I hacked like, apart some of the drywall so that I had a tray for you. I punched a hole in the another hole in the wall to make you give you a breakfast platform. So he's he's like she's like I told you I'm going to be my own person now and then he's like is this how you're doing that by making me breakfast? Great. She's living every moment. This is a feminist show. This is how a woman can be independent by making yeah, by making breakfast for her man. By going out and buying a breakfast in bre- bed <laughs> By <tray>. buying a tray. <laughs> we love it. So, by expertly gnawing off a piece of the drywall with her teeth <laughs> into the shape of a tray. So, <laughs> well, it, it's either that or, or give him a sideways meal while he's watching sad blinking prospectors to the left. That's a joke for not you, Elliot. Sorry. I get it. <laughs> so, That's okay. I love sideways meals. I'm just happy to be here. 
So move over, she second says, breakfast. She says that they need to discuss. Uh, she says she wants to go live in New York, but not this year. She needs to apply to schools, figure out if credits will tra- transfer. They and she says like we need to figure it out. And he says like smiling serenely. We, I love it. This is our our we couple. We yeah. Engaged. They, they have a they have a pretty mature conversation about this, and I'm glad that that will last. Wink. <laughs> So she's like, I want you, she's like, I want you to be proud of me and I don't want to be your live-in girlfriend, uh, just trying to get into college while you have this high paying job. I want to at least want to finish my core classes first. And I'm like, finally, once again, it's not that I don't want Adrian to, to disagree with moving to New York. I just wish she had good reasons for it. And now she has good reasons, I think. Right. She remember that you can transfer schools. <laughs> yeah. Good for yeah. her. I'm so proud of her. Uh, so, so she, uh, or Omar's, Omar's like, Hey, so you made me breakfast. So how about I buy you lunch later? And she's like, "Oh, I I've, I've already got plans for lunch with Grace." And Omar seems weirdly upset and suspicious about that. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I was going to do find ask out why y'all. later. He remembered that Adrian and Grace weren't friends anymore for a while. Also, you missed the funny line that Omar said where he said she's like, "Do you need to move to New York right now?" And he says, "Well, yeah, because the uh the first teachers for my company are in New York and I need to get in on the ground floor of the company that I founded. He didn't found the company. It's his idea though. Huh. It's he his just, company. He, he just took the idea to some people and sold it to them. I guess. But if he sold them the idea, then why is he even involved anymore if it's like out because, of his hands? Because he's he shark tanked it. He he shark tunk it. I was thinking about how easy shark it would be. Tunk. I would be so easy for Adrian to get into college in New York if she was the valedictorian. It sure is weird that she wasn't <laughs> She yeah, well, she's, the, she's just not as smart as Ricky. She's just not as anyway. smart as Ricky for some reason. Wait, should, what? Should... So Adrian was always characterized in, like, every season as the girl who studies really hard all the time, and Ricky was never we, that. We, we, Jordan, we don't have time to I get know, into I just, all you know, the No, we, we don't. I just, I, I, I just need you to exp- to know that Ricky is the valedictorian for no reason. And he absolutely shouldn't have been, and she should have yeah, been. We don't need to worry about been. that. I'm I've gotten mad about it for 45 minutes on an episode already. Uh, <sighs> should we should we reveal the, the secret of why Omar is mad and weird here? Sure. I'd love for you to. Because, because unbeknownst to us at this moment in the episode, when she claims that she's meeting Grace for lunch, he already has received a call from his mom saying... That she will be having lunch with Adrian today. Oh, women be lying. So he knows women, that Adrian folks. be lying. Man, all these. He uh, saw her these... charging her phone earlier. She was eating hot chip and a lie. And we will reference that meme for the it's rest a of good, the it's, podcast. It's a fun one. Sorry, it's so going to be immortal. When people listen to this in fifteen years, they're going to like it. They're going to not, and, and, smile and they so will really. be listening to this in fifteen years. They will they'll, be. They'll be very concerned about women born after nineteen ninety three. So, yeah, well, I mean, the, the fucking Republican opposition is going to be digging into my past. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Grace has arrived at, I guess, the guest house, I think. I can't tell where this set is. Uh, they're, they're in the guest house. Um, she explains, she's like talking about her colleges and she's like, she's like, uh, oh, well, I haven't gotten any acceptance letters yet. Um, but I want to keep my options open. I really liked the school in Utah. It's only four, or five, four, four to five hours away, and then Jack like makes that cut. Grace get Mormon? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. She's going to Grace BYU. Grace become Mormon. She Grace said Mormon. being Christian wasn't enough, and I need to convert to Mormonism. Utah just so I become can... Mormon. Utah. <laughs> to be fair, not everyone in Utah is Mormon, but if a Christian moves to Utah, you know where they're going to become Mormon. So uh, Jack says that he doesn't want to date a Mormon, and he doesn't want her to go to BYU. Um, and he's also horny, and four hours is too much to drive. It to to 
to have horny times. Right. Um, and then he says uh, he'll he could transfer to Utah and also become Mormon. Yeah, um, and she's like, yeah, no, but no, football. Uh, what about your football? Um, and then Jack explained something that really confused me. One, one of my favorite things in the episode. Grace, Grace, I saw on campus a class for young couples who aren't engaged. Uh, you should take this class uh, with me. More specifically, a class on campus for young couples who want to get married, but, but aren't, aren't engaged, engaged yet. What is this class the, on? The class we love. A class <laughs> specifically for my friend in high school who wore a promise ring. A classic class. Um, so he's like, it's a first step to going to my college. Sure. I don't know what that, you know, public colleges are always having weird, like, religious fucking promise classes for teenagers. It's gonna be like, they teach you, like, mantras for how to say no to having sex or something. Yeah, so she, she's like, aha, I'll think about it, ha ha ha, definitely, definitely still into this relationship. I'm really uh, glad that Grace is, like, trying to get out, I'm very happy for her. I, you know what, I don't know if they're really gonna talk about the fact that this is what happened, but I do enjoy the fact that Grace, uh, took, like, one week away from Jack and was like, oh, I don't like him. <laughs> it's very, like, 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 don't get me, oh, it's better when I'm dead. nowhere near him. I could see how dead her eyes were in that conversation. I don't know anything about the relationship, but I was like, she, she has, she has packed a bag. You know, it's basically it's their relationship because- is that she and him were dating uh, when they were like fifteen, and then they broke up, and then he pined after her for like three years, and then they got back. And then together they had sex, no and her dad died. Right? That was that was yes, very that early. was yeah. that was the best episode of the show. And every time they're okay. in a relationship, uh, Jack just goes, "When are we gonna have sex?" And then Grace says, "No." And then he breaks up with her, and then gets back. And then Grace was in says, mourning because her dad exploded, so her mom got her clean and clear mourning burst. That was so good. And then she's like, "She's like, okay, we're gonna get back together." And he's like, "No sex this time, I promise." And then five seconds later, he's like, "I want to have sex." It's the worst relationship in the show somehow, and I'm all for uh, Jack dying. Yeah, <laughs> I was upset when he woke up from that coma. I You're thought so this close. Was so I was, John... yeah, I was briefed on the coma thing beforehand. So excellent. So yeah. so uh, she says she says it's like it's really not the right time for this class, and he says it's springtime, the only pretty ring time. Let's go to this Christian thing time. Um, and she says great. she'll think about it, and then he makes sad cuck face at it. So that's great. great. I'm What's really that a glad. reference to? It's the song about the springtime from. This is a song. Oh. Not all songs I are literal, from. I literally thought you were gonna start going. Bad type, make your mama sad type, might suggest your dad type. <laughs> I thought you were going to do Springtime for Hitler in Germany. You know that, like, okay, sure. What What is that song from? You know, Bad Guy? What's that from? Is it from a musical? Oh, is is that the song Bad Guy? No. Yeah. Ah! Ah! I, I don't know what you're doing. I legitimately thought you were doing something oh, pretty Are you doing a bit? No, it's just a song. It's, it's just a Billie song. Fucking Billy song? on radio six times an <laughs> no, hour. it was a different song. Oh my what, god! What song was it? It's just like in springtime, the only pretty ring time. Birds okay, I'm, I'm go- okay. Play. I'm go- sorry to be googling springtime, live on the air, the but <laughs> it's from like uh, it's not from anything. It's a song. Okay, is it sung by Willy Wonka? <laughs> it's sung in Willy Wonka. <laughs> Quote by William Shakespeare. <laughs> Fuck it, we're done. This episode's over. This podcast is over. This podcast is canceled. I'm so sorry that I made this reference to a song. 
Falling Jordan. in love is such an easy thing to do. Jordan. Yes. If you're going to reference bad guy, you need to explain to me <laughs> what to you're get doing the lyrics because I've right. never I'm heard sorry. the whole song before. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Good I don't know show, what any guys. of that was. So John uh, is standing by Amy's bed and Ricky's like, wake the fuck up, Amy, it's you Saturday. idiot. It's Saturday. That means you got to get up at nine o'clock. It's Saturday at nine o'clock. Wake it's the Saturday fuck up. It's Saturday and I work downstairs. <laughs> Yeah, so she's like, it's oh, so hey, John. It's so funny when and, Ricky's and Ricky. like, I need to leave for work, so you need to get up, when you realize that Ricky is literally one set of stairs down from the place where he lives. And I mean, it is probably better for if Amy's awake to watch John. I mean, for but, sure. It's just funny. He's like, I gotta go to work. I don't want to be late for work. And it's like, you live above your job, Ricky. Here's the angle on that that I really enjoyed, is that Ricky's like, Amy, wake up now. I gotta go to work. And she's like... Okay, okay, I'm getting up. And then he's like, do you want some so do you want me to make breakfast for you? We can hang out and catch up about your trip to New York. <laughs> now that you're awake and not jet-lagged anymore. Now that I'm not in a hurry anymore. She's like, I didn't really have a good time because I wasn't there to have a good time. And then Ricky sees that she's not wearing uh, her wedding rings. And he goes, where's your wedding rings? Yeah, he's like, did you take it off at a party while you had sex? Oh, my God. Um, God he's so a like, nightmare. Amy- Amy's, like, trying to, like, figure out, like, obviously she's I mean, very, she gives a very reasonable explanation, yeah, she's like, I, must is, I had to well, go through security, I probably, probably put them in my purse and forgot to take them back out. Like, obviously she cares immensely that she doesn't have her wedding rings, because... Yeah, so she's like, they're probably in my purse, and then Ricky, like, throws her her purse. Take them out! And then she's she, like, like I'll find it, purse, and go- it's not there. She's like, and just, that's, just go to work. Yeah. It's fine. I'll find it. And then Ricky's like, you better find it because it's my mother's wedding ring. And it means a lot to her, even if it means nothing to you. Oh, Amy says, um, uh, he said it was good seeing her until he saw that she wasn't wearing the wedding ring. So he doesn't miss her anymore. He's not yeah, happy he, to see he her He fucking anymore. hates Amy. It's just so funny how... It's really hard to watch. It's really... Like, yeah, and I say sucks. funny with giant scare quotes about how Ricky talks about Amy versus how Ricky talks to Amy. Seriously, every time he talks about it, he's like, I just want to do whatever makes her happy. She, for her. It's, she, it's she her deserves happy. to be happy. And then every time he's in a room with her... Why does he wear the mask? <laughs> where's Rich? Where's uh, Clementine? Where is Clementine? <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, we probably don't, don't have time to get into it. So, so now <laughs> it we're doesn't with, matter. She we're doesn't exist anymore. Ben, so, hero of the show, main character of the show. Chloe's uh, arrives in his room um, and does Berenstein Bears case of the gimmies. What'd you bring me? What'd you bring me? Yeah, um, and he's 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 like Ben I is didn't woke. Bring you anything. And he's like souvenirs. You can buy. You can order anything. You can order an I Heart New York shirt online if you want one. And then she says like that's not the same. And then uh, oh my god, she asks he, this, Ben. This part is he, you know he and Ricky are really in sync because Ben's like come on, I gotta go to work, get out, I need to get ready. And then Chloe sits down on his bed, and she's like, so how was New York? And he's like, oh yeah, let's let's have a chat well, about it. Well, he says he had a lot of fun pretending to be married for Amy, married to Amy, which is so fun, and I love right. how That's his, such uh, a normal thing to say. I love how Chloe... F- thinks that like chloe is not his birth sister she's only known him for a couple months hi lauren Um, hi lauren i guess she can't really hear any of us so um, she when when she enters she puts on headphones immediately (laughs) so so she can hear you so, so um you know when you know someone for a couple months and live in a house with them and then he tells you that he was pretending to be married to amy while she was asleep 
That's like, you know, your your brother and you sister. You know, Chloe, I think you and I have gotten to know each other we've, pretty we've, well. We're, we've known each other very well. And so he says, like, I found an apartment. Don't tell Leo. She asks why you can't get a dorm. And then he says, I'm fucking loaded. I can get whatever I want and I'll get both. And it's great. And I also need to go to work. Goodbye. Yeah, he says. And get anything he says, for free in any shop. He says, uh, dorms are great for social purposes, but you can't sleep or study in one. Okay, I guess I, never slept or, I guess I never slept. I guess I never. I guess I never slept or studied for an entire year. That's so interesting. I mean, I mean, I, 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 mean, I didn't. But yeah, you fair know. enough. My that's for unrelated my, reasons. My dorm was flooded with sewage. True story. Great. <laughs> so, um, so Ben asks Chloe. He's like, uh, uh, or she, well, she's like, did did you meet anyone there? Any nice people or whatever? And he's like, oh, I met some girls. I even had a date, kind of, which confirms that he did apparently hook up with that girl. So that's weird. Well, uh, he loves Amy. Yeah, he loves Amy, and also getting a hotel room with some girl that he's known for two days. Um, so he's like, he's like, you should go out and have fun. Get out, of, get out of the house. Meet some guys. And then that makes her very upset. Um, because yeah, of she's her past. basically like, uh. She basically says that, like, all the guys at school are like, uh, you're, you're an ex-hooker, does that mean that you'll have sex with me? And, and Ben's like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about your past. And then Chloe's like, you know, I'm never gonna have a, a normal life because my face was in the newspaper and everyone knows I was <laughs> all a the teens are re All the teens are reading the newspaper. I mean, that's true in this show. Yeah, in and this if show, you, yes. if you look me up on the internet, you find my face next to the word hooker, and, th and I hate that word. I hate it. And I'm like, damn, Chloe, me I'm really too. sorry that me Brenda too, keeps yeah. making you say it. Sorry, yeah, I was thinking, I was, I, I had written in my notes, like, you know, every time she said that, I wrote sex worker. Uh, because I hate that word too, and it's just like, man, Chloe, you could, uh, you could always, you know, say it differently. I mean, this it's is not exactly like, like they do this all the time on the show. Like, I remember when Lauren was like, uh, "I hate it when girls call each other bitches, sluts, and skanks." Yeah, she did do that. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda, Brenda gets paid by the offensive word to women every. Like that's how she gets her money. That would explain a lot. Yeah, it would. <laughs> so, She's also so single-handedly she trying to bring back print media, which I think is kind of fun. It's really funny. I mean, I <laughs> why, mean why hasn't Brenda written any op-eds in the Times? <laughs> I, who knows? You might. Uh, they were might. all her under pen names. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> her pen name, Brett Stevens. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, so um, she's fucking pissed and then walks out and then Leo just walks in making Leo face at Ben and then uh, I, I was like, is Leo getting paid as an extra here? Because know, he didn't talk for like 30 seconds. Speaking. It was funny actually. I thought it was funny. And then Ben's like, oh, I guess I forgot about her past. And then he says, like, he's just like, I guess I'll fix it. And then, uh, oh, man. So then, th then Leo is like, fix it. Yeah, you will. And you, you can hear Brenda off camera groaning at the at Oh, the, uh, I got to pay Steve. No, Leo, you weren't supposed to talk in this one. <laughs> so we're at we're at the butcher shop and Madison and Lauren are here. Can, I, can, disappointed. I, can I talk I, about about Chloe, the character for, for a sure? Minute. Yeah, I think that it. I'd rather the show hadn't done the weird child sex trafficking storyline in season five for Woo! no reason. Yeah. But if they were going to do it and bring Chloe into the show, it's a little weird that, like, the most interesting character with the most interesting story, like, it's all happening off camera. It's like, also, yeah, we got so little time to have Chloe on the show, and also... For a, story, a character who's so interesting in theory, she, like, never does anything. She's just there to be a person to talk to Ben, since right, Henry she just, and Alice she are no up longer- and she's like, Ben, you'll never believe the, the riveting drama that's been happening, uh, off screen, and, I mean, and it deals with my past and, like, the stigma of, of being a, 
a victim of sex trafficking. You know what and it you know, is? It's all very interesting, and there's there's a lot going on. Uh, but we're too. You know what's more interesting is uh, everyone asking Amy whether or not she's going to marry Ricky a hundred times. You know what it is, though? It's that before, the only people Ben had to talk to was Henry and Alice, and it's cheaper to pay one person Who? than two. Um, you know? They just cut the cut the number we, of people they need to We have to not for. seen Henry and Alice in a fucking while, huh? Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. Honestly, I think Brenda Hampton wanted what Degrassi had. I think she wanted what a lot of those shows had. I mean, had. she's Viewers. season five was like taking pages out of every book. They did a flash mob to be like Glee, and they did oh man, did all sorts oh, of sorry. things. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry, my sorry. Uh, I'm a yeah, sleeper agent that's been awakened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So um, let's okay. not talk about Glee. Madison and Lauren are here. Boo. Um, yeah, boo. <laughs> Why? So, um, Ricky's like, what's going on? And Literally, they're, they're just like walking up to Amy's apartment, and Ricky's like, Why hey, what are the you fuck here? are you doing? She's not friends with you anymore. She never was. Madison's so, like, oh, we're, we're here to babysit. And Ricky says, who, John or Amy? Fuck oh, you, Ricky. Fuck off. It's just, this. I will say, this is the first time Madison and Lauren have done anything for Amy that was, like, real, because the last thing they did for Amy was put on a flash mob for her that she didn't like. So this <laughs> is, I think, the first solid they've ever done for her on five seasons of this show, God, as far as I can tell. they did another flash mob. <laughs> it's, it's, is there a song, they do a flash mob about, like, uh, they'll, they'll, they do a flash mob to they'll need a crane to tell Amy to get divorced. <laughs> they'll, so, they should do a flash mob to bad guy. Amy is the bad guy of this show. Just a, a flash mob to no children. <laughs> uh, so, so Lauren says that she doesn't know where Amy's going. Um, and oh man, Ben is Ben. They go upstairs. Ben yeah, shows ben up to work. In. This is here. the first Yay. time he's been at work in the entire show. For, I legitimately forgot he still works at the butcher shop. So Ricky tells Ben that there's, like, boxes in the freezer, and Ben says, I'm not going in the freezer. And You're then not we the boss of me, bitch. <laughs> and then Bunny's out. like, hey, guess Bunny walks the boss over, of you, and she's bitch. like, actually, he is the boss of you. I'm with. I'm not giving him a promotion, but I am giving him more work. No, he, Hooray. He, he, does, he does say, Ricky does say that he appreciates uh the rays so i think he is like a shift leader now i guess I, I think that if i think that if he was getting a promotion he would have said promotion i think he's too he's such a nice guy he doesn't want to pull rank on ben because he's so perfect and nice and such a respectable no, boss no they would make a big deal about ricky getting promoted because you're right because they would have had like the ceo leo come to the butcher shop and like give him a badge or some <laughs> sort of medal <laughs> yeah <laughs> be like the end of star wars yeah so, so ricky's um, like oh i go, just watched go. Uh, sorry, I just, before recording, watched the ending of Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. <laughs> That's and I would, I would like PS2 Lyndon B. Johnson to award Ricky the title The of, show is gonna end with Amy getting on a plane. The title of Big Manager. The show is gonna end with Amy getting on a plane to New York and Ricky crying and saluting. Wait, is it called Snake Eater because Lyndon Johnson is in it? <laughs> no, that was, uh, that was like Mongo or whatever he called his dick. So, um, so Ricky, Ricky says, this is for a anyone who line. doesn't get that Google Lyndon Johnson penis. He had a big old hog. <laughs> so Ricky says to Ben that he's going to work in the freezer all day because he doesn't know how to cook or run the register. And I'm like, Ben, how long have you been at this fucking job and you don't know how to use the cash register? I mean, he's never at work. So I guess that doesn't matter. But isn't that like one of the first things they train you on at any job in the entire world is how to use the cash yeah. register? Yeah. 
Not necessarily. He's been there for, like, he got that job there in season two, and it's season Yeah, five. but, I mean, he's been fired, like, six times. Who knows <laughs> how much time he's actually spent working here. I want to learn how to use the register, Ricky. Tell me, tell he's me, usually, tell me. <laughs> he's usually standing in the lobby on his phone. That's true. He's great at using his phone. So, so yeah, he's like, I will not be going into the freezer today. And Ricky says, yes, you will. Ha ha. And then we uh, we go upstairs. Madison and Lauren are they're actually Amy. here they're to help actually, Amy fi- look for her rings. I'm telling you, they're 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 good friends now for season five. For well, this scene, for this one well, scene, for this one, well, maybe for this ten seconds well, for the, before they start talking. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. So Madison <laughs> is like, uh, oh, I'm going to start talking now. And then she she asks Amy, did you lose it as a, at a party where you were having sex? And then Amy's like, I didn't go to any parties. I wanted to, but I didn't want Ricky to get mad at me and then have a reason to tell me not to go to school there. And then John walks over and says, here's an old Band-Aid, Mom. And I don't he know says, why that he happened. Says, he, well, it's, he, it's, he says, this is an old Band-Aid. This is the kind of wedding ring that you deserve because I hate my mom now. <laughs> he doesn't like her very much. He gives her an old Band-Aid and says, clean this up. And then Lauren is like, actually, Amy, uh, Ricky already has a reason to tell you not to go to school in New York because it's a terrible idea and you're making a horrible decision and you're being incredibly irresponsible. And selfish. And Don't then, forget selfish. And selfish. And they ask her, they're like, how are you going to afford an apartment and daycare in New York? And she says, well, uh, I was going to go ask my dad uh, for, for a loan if you don't mind uh, hanging out while I go do that. And then Lauren's, uh, as soon as Amy leaves the room. Uh, oh no, sorry. Before that, they Lauren talk about, asks, Lauren says like, aren't you married? Are you married? And then Amy says, she says, Ricky- are you really getting married? Oh yeah. And then she says like, me and Ricky are basically married already. I don't really care at this point. And then Madison, that's when Amy leaves, I think. And yeah. Madison and then says, Madison and Lauren she's immediately. She's lost her mind. And she's Lauren is crazy. like, who wouldn't want to marry Ricky? He's the perfect man. Right. She's like, why? I can't believe she's not marrying Ricky. It's all she's ever wanted besides all of her hopes and dreams that have been ripped what away from those? her over the course what of the show. What are those? What are those? Name one hope and dream of Amy's besides... French horn at Juilliard school. That never happened, and she she oh. gave up on that French horn dream the second she met Bristol Palin, and you know Madison it. does... Yeah, that happened. Madison does have a line here that is very weird, which is, she has a baby, but she doesn't know what a baby is. <laughs> She doesn't even know like, if she has a baby tube or whatever Amy that's said. That's some, like, botnik computer-generated shit. Hi, I'm Amy yeah. Jergens, and I don't know what a baby is. So It is oh. weird how Madison and Lauren were speaking all their lines in perfect unison. Yeah. Well, they're 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 just like Sam and Eric from uh, yeah. That's how the fa- the fans the the literally call them Madison and Lauren as sort of one individual character. Yeah, when I was on the forums the uh, one time, the I see everyone calling you guys them are throwing M&L. a lot at me. <laughs> there were fans Sorry. of the show allegedly. There were, the show had like five hundred thousand viewers when it was canceled, according yeah, to the so, Nielsen's box, which isn't accurate ever. Yeah, um, so Amy walks back in, and Madison's like, "Hey, did you tell Ricky where you're going?" Because, uh, or no, where where did you tell Ricky that you're going? So we know what to lie about when he asks mm. us. Because women be lying. So she she's like downstairs telling Ricky that she needs to go see her dad. And he's like, why can't you take John? Because you're a bad parent. He's, then, he's like weirdly against the idea of her going to talk to George. Like she's like. Oh yeah, he's oh, like, I'm, you've only been home one day and you are going to see your dad on a well, Saturday? It's, it's, you are were, you were only gone a couple of days. Oh, well apparently there's a big piece of news that, that George has been waiting to tell Amy that he refused to tell her about. So that's. Right. So, like, not that Amy needs an excuse to go see her dad. 
Ben emerges from the freezer wearing his uh, big hat that he wore when he interviewed for the job in season two or whatever. I remember um, that funny. Yeah, God, that he looks funny. so bad. Yeah, yeah. and uh, now, he's like... To, in his defense, I've done plenty of freezer yeah, he stuff. Is, I mean, me, I, I spent would, a year, I spent like a year to, at Target. Yeah. He's wearing the correct stuff here. I know. So, it's a bad look on everyone. So he's like, uh, about last night on the plane, and then Amy's like, we're having a personal conversation, and then Ricky says, no, we're working! Which is funny, because he was just yelling at his wife, like, three right. seconds ago. Like, you can't stand in the lobby of your workplace arguing with isn't your Ricky fiance, supposed and to then be like, get indignant at her about how, hey, I'm trying to work here, isn't Amy. Isn't Ricky the perfect model employee who everyone loves? Like, doesn't he think that, like, yelling at his wife in the lobby of his job is gonna maybe not make people wanna, you know, shop there? Well, I mean, the only person in the store at the time was Smiley. <laughs> and he's always smiling. He he's always it. smiling. He can't stop. Um, so, so, uh, oh man. Amy leaves, and then Ben and Ricky talk about meat, 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 who cares, blah, 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 supplying Jeff's, blah, 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 who gives a fuck? If you, if I got, a, Ben says, if I, I'm getting an apartment and you're welcome to come live with me, great. Yeah, hey, hey, Ricky, do you want me to fuck your wife for you? <laughs> Would you love to be financially dependent on me? For the rest of your life. So, um, so Amy's uh, we, telling I George. Do, I do have one more thing to get mad about Ricky here, mm -hmm. uh, from Ricky here, uh, is that uh, during their boring meat conversation, uh, Ricky, or Ben makes a comment. He's like, uh, well, you're going to be in the freezer more often once I leave for school. And Ricky's like, well, yeah, but if after you leave, I'll probably hire someone else. <laughs> like, this song, I'm Ricky, telling you, he's the manager now. He's Mr. Manager. <laughs> he's not. He's gotta so he did be. not get promoted. <laughs> so we know that What did he get the raise for then? For for stepping Employee up and the being month, a, a gentleman being a... that everyone loves. <laughs> He's such a okay, great guy. Okay, that's fair. So we know a the lot good of things boy about Jurgens. The good, we know the that good boy raise. We know that Amy Jurgens. I mean, is Leo a is a good capitalist. He loves yeah. it. He loves he he gives his employees a free house when they're nice. Um so we know that Amy Jerkins is uh, a terrible mother and very selfish for wanting to go to college. But what if she was better math? <laughs> she's so fucking stupid, dumb so, Amy. <laughs> so she's like telling dumb George Amy. <laughs> she's telling George that she needs like eighteen thousand eighteen hundred dollars. She says she says, I just need fifteen hundred dollars plus the deposit, and then George says uh, Amy, what's 1,500 times 12? And she goes, <laughs> you forgot I'm dumb Who needs algebra, right? I'm signing this petition. <laughs> hey, I it's like a thing. Dumb. George says, that's $18,000. The bank of dad folded and you're living in, it's reality, Snowflake, and you're living in it. And, and I believe that my children should have to take care of themselves. Um, yeah, I own a restaurant says, now. Sad. He says, you're an adult now and being an adult means taking care of yourself and your kid. And then he says, I, like, I'm taking care of you be, uh, by making you self-sufficient. And she's like, well, Dad, I, I can't really be self-sufficient uh, going if I have to college a, uh, working at this on child the wage of a church nursery part-time employee. So how about I go to college and you help me out and give me a loan, and then he's I like, can be self-sufficient after that. He's like, I've and, helped you plenty. I've given you great advice. Like, don't have sex on, before. Hold on, no, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't, I'm I can't sorry. get mad about that just yet. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'm jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun a little. Amy's Amy says that she just wants a loan, and then she'll pay him back, and then be self-sufficient once she has a nice college job and uh, post-college job. Excuse me. And George is like, 
oh, you want a loan so you can go to college away from your husband and son? Which is fucking the opposite of the point of this entire conversation, that she wants an apartment so she can go to New York with Ricky and John, but whatever. Yeah. Wow, it's almost like men don't listen. It's almost like A, men don't listen, and B, George is uh, just trying to control his daughter and keep her from just getting anything she wants because she forfeited what she wanted when she got teen pregnant when she was 15. Yeah, he says, you should (sighs) stay here and get married and raise your son with your husband. And he says, you have free daycare here. Do you have any idea how lucky you are? And she's like, well, I only have that free daycare because I work at the church nursery. And I'm sick of it. Surely another job could pay her more to make up for not having that job. Like, how much fucking money could she be making there? Yeah. Um, she's, Ricky... you know, she's making, like, it's under the table, below minimum wage. Oh, well, they probably they, they pay, pay her, her below babies. minimum wage because, A, she's still, like, the high school part-timer that they brought on when when she was 15. And now, also, now, um, and they're like, oh, and we're giving you free daycare, so, you know, $5 an hour is plenty. So, yeah. um... So George, it's the church this, nursery. They just pay her in the body of Christ. They give her oh. the they just she eats Eucharist every day. Is that what they do at Protestant church? I don't I know. Let's move on. Could not so, tell you. So this is when George says that he's given her great advice throughout her entire life, and I said, "George, fucking prove it, bitch." And then he said, "Here's my three good advice: brush your teeth, eat your vegetables, don't have sex before you're married." And, and man. Man, I like hearing him group the don't have sex before marriage thing up with things that you would say to a little toddler baby. And also the fact that, uh, that he, oh god, he's like, yeah, I love my grandson, you gotta take care of John, don't have sex before you're married! And then he says that he doesn't have 20,000 grand, and then Amy's- like, 20,000 grand? 20,000 you know, grand. That's, probably I not. mean, that is how much college costs in America, you know? If you think, I guess I'm bad at math. So hey, he doesn't have twenty grand. You're and he's as like, stupid you, as Amy. <laughs> Kick off you, the podcast. You're fired. Are you gonna? Are you gonna go ask your mother? And yeah, so Amy's. Amy's You're like, gay, mom. <laughs> Amy's like, yeah, yeah, probably, maybe, maybe my, maybe mom, maybe Margaret, maybe Nora, maybe a woman, because women know that education is important. I do for like a woman. the version of the story where where uh, Amy asks Nora if she can have twenty thousand yeah, that, dollars. That's, that's not going to happen. I need to. But, I will be right back. I did take out my uh, smoke detector while I was cooking dinner tonight, and Susie has figured out how to press the button. I will be right back. <laughs> Give me one okay. second. Oh, Susie, the world's smartest Susie, kitty. No. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna open my door because it's 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 warm. Susie can press whatever she wants. It's her house. So uh, Amy says she'll ask for help from a woman, and George says, yeah, right. See if any of those broads give you 20 grand. It's really funny that we don't get Anne's insight on this because they won't pay Molly Ringwald to be on the show. Too expensive, I would, too expensive. I would be interested in hearing, because I think, personally, I think Anne would be supportive of Amy doing this because Anne has learned the Not joy Not to mention of, Anne is a successful business owner. Yeah, she's a successful business owner who does live in, like, a smallish condo by herself and, you know, she doesn't take care of her kids that much anymore. And Mimsy, yeah. Mimsy's sending out $10,000 like it's nothing. So Mimsy, yeah. could, if Amy just said, Mimsy, can I have $20,000? Mimsy would be like... Yes, I've got a, a Luke. I'm an influencer now on my Tumblr. It's a real <laughs> shame though, because Amy actually had twenty grand until she decided to buy a first class round trip <laughs> ticket to New York at at the last second. She was like, "Fuck, man, damn! I wish I hadn't spent that money sitting next to Ben." <laughs> so, so then we get a knock on the door, and it's it's the C plot has arrived. Ethan George, and Kathy are here. I like when George says, "Who are you? Oh, you're the church organist. Charge!" And then <laughs> yeah, I remember um, that. And then 
And then he. Why, hey, why is Kathy? Kathy doing this? Why is uh, Kathy going to, to door to because, door? Because she needs to be here for, for George to look at her and say, oh, you're the other girl who didn't listen to her father. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Oh I love that this middle-aged man is so fucking obsessed with all of the teenage girls having sex. Well, he loves to talk about it and yell what about it. What a normal it. guy. So they're asking people, they're just going door to door, asking people if they use algebra. And uh, George says Kathy's that no one. joining Ethan, even though she, she loves algebra this entire thing and wants him to do math um george says like no one has ever used algebra but also sometimes you gotta this is reality check snowflake sometimes you gotta do things you you don't want to do and get out of your safe space and then he does also say uh there because they're saying like have you ever used algebra in your adult life and george says no one has but don't ask her she's not an adult so I don't understand uh, what he wants from her because he was making a big point about. How well, she's, she's an, an adult, adult now, now but, but she doesn't. Fine. She's not an. She, apparently, she's not an adult. So, so George slams the door in these teenagers' faces, which is cool. Yeah, and then um, here's the line of the George, <sighs> and I quote: <clears throat> "Being a parent is about missing opportunities oh in life, never doing what you want to do, never being what you could have been. It's about settling. So settle." I don't even care if you love Ricky or not. George Jerkins. George Jerkins got a divorce from his entire family, forgot about one of his kids at least, literally talks about how he is getting a new family with Kathleen and left his wife like six times and divorced his wife. He did. He sure did make that comment with Kathleen about his old family. His old family. And that he fucking got a Stefan Molyneux family divorce, a fucking Zone Theory family divorce. And he 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 bought a restaurant. He he did. And then he bought a restaurant so he'd never have to give his kids money again. And now he's like, being a dad is about settling and letting go of your dreams. So I fucking hate George so much. I want George to Jerkins really said, "Fuck them kids." Fuck them yeah. kids, but also you're not a kid, but also you are because you don't do algebra. And then, um, <laughs> and then he talks about you should appreciate Ricky. This is he turns into Brenda Hampton for a second, which I thought was really weird. Where he says like, "You should the appreciate CGI Ricky." Was kinda rough. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> you should appreciate Ricky he, because he it, crawled it his way to out. Just it cuts to just uh, Amy's face. And then you hear chimes, and then it cuts back to George, played by Brenda Hampton. <laughs> he says, "You should appreciate Ricky, the perfect man, because he came out. Of, he came from the depths of hell to be with you, and he's a, such a nice guy, and he's great, and he yells at you every day." Yeah, so suck it up and appreciate him. And then Amy says, "Like I should cry, but to me, it's just funny, and you're funny, and it's really funny how you." She's genuinely you, having a laugh. She's <laughs> you having a laugh, mate. This isn't so, blood. It's victory wine. This isn't blood. It's victory. Victory wine. I'm gonna go talk to my mom off screen. Yeah, she says. She says, "You know what, Dad? Uh, I want what I want, and I'm not gonna settle for anything less." And I'm like, "Hell yeah, Amy!" I oh, stand. she says, "Like maybe I am that's gonna hear you roar. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's how it was in olden times, Boomer. But I'm not gonna settle. I'm gonna go talk to Anne off screen." And then George like turns around at Nora, who is there the entire time, because he said that she's settling for her son, her perfect boy, her perfect. Yeah, no, Nora's I'm sorry, not, not happy about. I'm that sorry. Line. I'm so sorry, Brenda. Not her perfect boy, her perfect young man. Yes, I'm Thank sorry. You. Yeah, so Nora, Nora's like, hey, uh, Amy would be the one settling for Ricky, not the other way around, when Amy's the one who is the worst, and I hate her. Yeah, I love that Nora's like, I need to take it, I need to take this opportunity to shit on Amy, cause like, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not in her court. Is it a day ending in Y? Alright, time to shit on Amy. 
she she says, I don't want my son to marry someone who he'd be settling for. And then George says, well, they have a kid together, so they got to take the final step and get married. And then Nora says, they don't have to get married. And George says, I know that. I just want them to think they have to get married because that's what's best for John. John would love to be living in a house where his parents fight every day all the time. That's yeah, what, also, George, that's what, I would love to know what is the difference between what Amy thinking that they have to get married and you knowing that they don't have to get married, but wanting them to think they have to get married because it's the right thing to do. Well, My man's playing one, 4D chess. He's playing 4D chess in the end result of every game no, of chess. No, don't be ridiculous. I don't think they have to get married. I just, they, <laughs> obviously, they do. <laughs> he just wants them to be in a miserable, loveless marriage where they yeah, yell that's, at that's each usually other. what's best for the kid. That's what's great for the kids. That's why Amy and and who have redacted are so happy all the time about their family. Yeah. So Who's um, redacted? Ashley, their sister. That oh yeah. Gets okay. Yeah. No, the redacted got sister got it. Who? So um, who? also Robbie, who's just gone, which is who? really funny. George is talking about who? how you, you when you have a kid, who? you need to take responsibility for your actions, and he has he lost his he has lost two of three children already. Who? Roberto. I'm Thank sorry. Thank you. And also who? 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 Sometimes a millionaire comes and takes your son because it's actually his son. So uh, that does uh, seem like something. That seems like a Secret Life pot of greed crossover. <laughs> <laughs> David David Gozaburo Kaiba, Seto so, Johnson. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! There are no so, dead robot brothers in Secret Life of the American Teenager. There, there's Roberto's the brother who died and is in the AI world, but he's alive in the dub version, so it's fine. So, it is fine. He's just asleep. So, so, um, he said he promised to help Ricky. Nora says she wants to move out because, uh, she said she was almost driven to drink. So I guess that, that's been, that argument yeah, she has was, been, uh, she has oh, not been is oh, there, uh, this, tell, tell, yes, Nora okay, is for, a recovering for the listeners. Alcoholic. Yeah. For the listeners, I am also a recovering alcoholic and I love seeing how ham fisted, uh, shows, do things like this so yeah so Nora, Nora is a recovering alcoholic um her entire aa group she's also a lesbian and her entire aa it's a, group it's is a good also thing lesbians. that you've missed the most the recent couple episodes where Nora has made jokes about her son drinking do you want to be really angry at ben uh one time uh, ben en- yeah. mm, maybe i shouldn't tell you this uh one time ben no, encouraged one time Ben uh, facilitated Nora drinking again for the first time in like many years so that was great thanks ben i cool. don't think that's- that that was ben's fault it was. It, it, oh, oh, that's I right. Mean, it was a. I mean, it was we the are restaurant's fault because the waiter put the fucking alcohol on the table, and she's like, "Oh, uh, I didn't I, order I this. Drink. I'm a recovering alcoholic." And, and he was then like, he left it there. <laughs> Funny joke. And then he walked away. I just Ben was there, and he didn't like try to stop her. Anyways, well, I mean, anyway. we are taught in the program that no, I'm gonna put that one on Nora, but there's no way Brenda fucking Hampton knows that. <laughs> that's true. Um, so, uh, okay, so uh, Nora says, uh, George, you're not really making a good case for them getting married. And he's like, yeah, the more I talk, the worse it sounds. Am I wrong? I think I'm wrong, but maybe I'm wrong about being wrong. And then Nora just says, yeah, and then they move on. Uh, and Nora's, Nora's like, uh, George, I have a confession. I told Ricky not to marry Amy. And George's like, well, that's your beliefs, and I respect that. And then... He uh, literally does say that. He... J- it it rules that George is like so angry at Amy for possibly not marrying Ricky, but then Nora's like, "I'm tr- I've been encouraging Ricky not to marry Amy." And Great, George, George literally Hooray. goes, "I don't care." He's like, "Well, yeah, because my daughter's not good enough for your son. <laughs> she sucks." So, um, oh, I I do have a, a great George quote that makes this sense. Is, yeah, I was so proud of them when they eloped. 
But now it's like they missed a movie, and he's trying to drag her back into the theater. And even if he gets her back in, neither of them are going to enjoy the show. That's a fucking great line. Love it. Oscar. Ten Oscars. Ten Emmys. So, um, Kathy... It feels like they've mixed, like, several scripts together. Oh, we've been talking about that since the beginning of the since podcast. Since the first episode, okay, cool. that's true. So, okay, um, cool. Only now at, like, House 30 has Kathy asked what the point of this is, and uh, <laughs> Ethan says it's fun to do surveys, and hey, she Ethan, says- Ethan, now that, now that the camera is on yes. us, I'm going to express that I don't agree with what we're doing right now. I like now. math and I don't understand. So he says, um, she's like, you'll have to take the test on Monday regardless of whether or not you do this. And then he says, um, he'll quit- if he finds the one freak in this universe who uses algebra. And, and then, then he, a door opens and guest star Danica McKellar says, you rang. Uh, did you look up Danica McKellar's? Yeah, apparently I, she is a child actress. She was on The Wonder Years. Uh, the Wonder and Years. she is also a mathematician who has written books. She, 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 she took math. She uh, majored in math and she got like an undergraduate degree in math. Mathematics. Yes. So I wouldn't she, say she's a mathematician though. Wikipedia she's said she's a mathematician. Uh, I don't Wikipedia know. You know says what, Jordan? she's a mathematics writer because she writes. I'm going to be perfectly about, honest. Um, I don't know what what a mathematician is and isn't. So let's just move on from that. Yeah, I will same. say one but, thing, which is that she's in a fuck ton of life of uh, Hallmark movies now. That's mainly what her career uh, is. Uh, okay, thank you. That, I knew I recognized her from something. I'm she's a from Hallmark like, movie aficionado. She's from like a Christmas cookie Kringle or something. Ooh, she smells being, like Teen Christmas. The relevant uh, issue uh, of why she's here is that she uh, has written a bunch of books that are like teaching teens and uh, girls to to love math and think that it's cool. There's one that's uh, called like Girls Get Curves: A Guide yeah, to math, Geometry. Math doesn't suck. We'll we'll get more names. Kiss of those my in math. A moment. Yeah. So, so Ethan, she opens the door and Ethan says. Hi, we're doing a survey, and she says, "Do you need help calculating the results?" Which is a very strange thing Can to you say do when somebody addition? says, "Hello, we're doing a survey." Can you do addition? Do you, do need you know what an integer that, is? Do you need to find Presumably out? Presumably, the, the reason that they're here is to ask you whatever the survey question is. Do you need to help calculate your uh, the ideal sample size? So Ethan Ethan says uh, nobody uses algebra, and Kathy says, "Um, That's I think da- she might." <laughs> That's Are you Danica, Danica McKellar? McKellar? And Ethan says, "I know that name. Are you a stripper?" Great. Cool. Uh, I do love I lo- I do love your friendly neighborhood Danica McKellar who lives in the neighborhood with uh, Sean Johnson and uh, uh, she. Co. As far as I can tell, it's perfect. <laughs> she does seem to be from California, so I'll Fair give enough. them this one. She does live uh, in small town LA, and then yeah. So Kathy lists some of the woman's books, including uh, "Math Doesn't Suck," "Hot X," and "Girls Get Curves." And Ethan's like, <laughs> "It all still sounds <laughs> dirty to me." And then and he- then Kathy says, "Sorry about him. He has issues with women and algebra, which is why she loves him so much." Yeah, and then he says, uh, "Danica McKellar is like, I'd love to help you with." doing math um and then he's like go ahead and try and then uh she asks how many people did you did you like how how kathy like her goal in all of this is to get ethan to like math and they open the door of a woman who teaches teenagers to like math and kathy's like well sorry to bother you we'll get going Bye. Yeah, and then Danica, Danica's like, "Wait, no, no, my thing, I mean, this thing that I, mean, I do." To be fair to Kathy, she knows Ethan's going to be a big fucking pervert about it. So that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. so like Ethan says, like so I've do interviewed. You, do 30 you ever fuck the math? I was <laughs> a fraction, more like a fuction. So he <laughs> okay. uh, 
He's like, that will not be the title of this episode. So he's like, I interviewed 34 people and you're the only one who does algebra. That's 99%. And then she says, well, actually, actually, one divided by 33 is not 1%. Yeah. So she's like, she's like, uh, I'm just here to prove that girls not being good at math is a, is a stereotype. It's a bad stereotype. And then Ethan says, no, it's just good looking girls are bad at math. Yeah. Christ, Ethan. I would castrate this guy, but he really wants to be castrated canonically. Kathy, Kathy yeah, by the way. I want to run they, over his torso with a lawnmower. It would be Ooh. good. Ooh. I love the happening. So this is a weird moment, though, because at no point has uh, Ethan's issue been that he doesn't want girls to be better at math than him. No, like, they that's just completely changed what the issue was. Well, doesn't he describe it as emasculating a couple episodes ago? No, spe- specifically, he said it was emasculating if Kathy, his girlfriend, is tutoring him. Oh, okay. Like, I'm pretty sure he literally has said, like, I don't have any problem with girls being better at math than me. I just, it feels like she's stepping on my balls with these plus signs. Yeah, which I would think that he would like because he wants to get his balls cut off. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so then he says, you can't look like that and be good at math. It just doesn't add up. Get it? Mm, so he's, he's just straight up Fuck negging you, his girlfriend, by the yeah, way. Yeah. And then, um, is this, don't we get a cut and like, they're we, back. we go to commercial and we come oh, yeah. back. So and then. Why are you so upset? And then, uh. She's Kathy is mad. Okay, back this is Ethan's the great thing house, because I think. Kathy was before the commercial. Kathy was so excited to meet famous celebrity Danica McKellar and is like very respectful and like smiling serenely at this uh this intelligent math woman. And then uh he's she's he's like you're just mad because oh no Kathy says this she says like I'm mad that she inspired you to to do math. Uh I I wanted to be the one to inspire you to do math instead of that stripper. And oh, then it's boy. like. You just, you were the one who was, you were the women respecter, you were the smiling serenely, I'm such a fan, and now you're calling, what is wrong with this show? Why is I this really, show, well, so I really would show, like to know uh, uh, how how special guest star Danica yeah, how McKellar feels about being called a stripper many times I just on think this it's, episode. I just think it's great that we bring on, we've got this subplot about the, the classic teen thing of like, I want to get algebra removed from the curriculum because I'm never going to use it. Like, that's a pretty, like, Also, just want to get this out thing. there. Obviously, absolutely nothing wrong with, with people who decide to be strippers. And also, no, I'm sure there's plenty of strippers of who are who are in college and good at math, so. Anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Ethan tells Kathy. Hold on. Hold okay. on. I was making a point. Okay. Your point is, sure. I, I think it's very strange that we had this, like, stock teen storyline of, like, wanting to get algebra banned from schools or whatever. <laughs> and then we bring on a special guest star who is, like, a person who, like, as her thing, like, it's writes like books to advocate. get teens to like math. And then instead of, like, having her talk about how math is cool, <laughs> that conversation happens <laughs> off camera. And then the rest of the episode is she's gone and we talk about how she looks like a stripper. This show is so fucked, dude. <laughs> Why is it's this show like weird. this? It's extremely weird. Who did Brenda wrote this one, right? Yes. Brenda yeah, and Elena this is a Brenda it. joint. Man, like, why did Danica McKellar not get to talk about math? Look, uh, Danica, we're gonna, really happy to be on the show. You're going to be here. Um, Ethan's going to think you're a stripper, but it's going to be like a haha funny joke. And then don't look at the rest of the script, okay? Just look at your scenes, okay? Just uh, just do your scenes, and then we're going to rip up your copy and then send you home, okay? Yeah, so, sure. so we're gonna Kathy men in says, black memory wipe you, and you can go back this is to like the, when they fucking the shed when the they, Hallmark Channel keeps when you they in. Were like, Olympic gold medalist Sean Donson, would you like to come onto the show and imply that you had sex with Ricky Underwood at season one? 
And then come back again and make a joke about jacking off. This show's so weird to its guest. The only so Kathy person... makes that comment where she's like, not from that stripper. And Ethan's yeah. like, uh, Danica is not a stripper, but she could be if she wanted. Oh my and then God. Kathy's like, uh, Ethan, it's insulting to say that a woman looks like a stripper. And Ethan says, no, it's not. It means she's attractive. And also, you're the one who said it in the first place, so what? And then he uh, says, like, you, 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 could you, be a stri- you could be a stripper. You could be a stripper, Kathy. You're but I wouldn't want you to because I'm a respectful I'm a respect- woman. I respect a woman, but it would be really nice <laughs> if you were a you want. Uh, and she she says, uh, you're so stupid, Ethan. Dan- he's like, Dan- Danica, Danica didn't, didn't think, think so. so. Uh, I like that oh Ethan is finally, like, five epi- six episodes before the end of the show, Ethan has finally got his own voice. <laughs> What a what a gift for him. So Kathy, God, I I do leaves. also want to want to address the fact that it's pretty cool to me that in season five they decided this was the time to have a, a child sex trafficking storyline, and then also God. this would be the time to make funny haha jokes about what if teenagers became strippers, and also one of the characters who is having that funny haha haha funny conversation is the one who entered the show uh in a in an episode in which he distributes child pornography oh, well, revenge well, we'll porn. get to the line about that that makes that whole subplot even uh more okay. infuriating i know i should have just listened to the podcast it's fine can you two sentences can you tell me about um why this dude is about to be one of my fucking clients yes uh ethan was introduced on the show. He was in foster care with Ricky at some point. He's got a bad past. He did like theft or whatever. But um, okay. when we meet him on the show, he's like calls oh, Ricky. Like and Ben? Says, yeah, like, kind of like Ben. But well, uh, yeah, but, he's but, new Ben. But he's not rich, so he got in trouble for it. But the way he introduces okay. himself on the show is he's like, "Ricky, it's a f- I, I need help. It's me. You haven't seen me in years." And then Ricky says, "What did you do? Who are you? Refresh my memory." And then he says, "Uh." That he did revenge porn on his ex-girlfriend who, like, he's 15 and she's 15 and he cool. said that that's good. Yeah, so then he went to juvie, but they, they, they let, let him out, out because good of behavior. overcrowding, which is a horrible thing that they just said like and that. And then, canonically, Brenda Hampton, uh, like, we know this for real, is that the only reason Ethan comes back is because Brenda liked his actor so much, so she made him into sort of Ricky 2.0, which yeah, means I he's guess even she worse than- kind of like, oops, it's a real shame that I used this actor that I enjoy so much to- <laughs> To be the fucking creep that he was. Let's just make him the nice boy. And then and never ever mention it ever again. It's never it's been brought it's, up. It didn't since. happen anymore. Okay. So. I will, I will tell you real quick. Uh, I, you know, I work with, uh, pe- with kids in juvie. They don't fucking get out early for good behavior. No, uh, no, no, not for good behavior. There was overcrowding. There was overcrowding. There was oh, also it was overcrowding. A, a, Great. Yeah, there were too many children in Topical. prison, so they let him out. In the holiday Topical. episode, the kids, the kids from Juvie get to leave Juvie to go to the toy store to pick out a toy. We, and then we come don't back. have time to get I'm into sorry, the holiday. I just, I just, okay, <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get to well, the backlog of your guys' podcast. <laughs> so, so. Uh, Kathy gets pissed at Ethan and leaves, and that's my cool teen moment, is that Kathy got mad at Ethan for a thing that Shit, he said. I don't know if I had a like, cool teen moment like for this episode. clapping because he's so funny and smart and has such a big dick. So, um, there, Adrian, there was an off-screen cool teen moment where Danica McKellar teaches Ethan to love math. Um, that's, I don't appreciate Ethan getting any, uh, credit for anything. So, no. Adrian comes home, no. and Omar's like, how was it? Um, and then he, I guess... Pret- like we this find is out. bizarre. Yeah, this doesn't a, make any goddamn sense. He gets sense. a phone call and he's like, "Oh, hey, Ruben, off screen, you fucking dopey." 
uh, by the way, electric chair for mentoring JoJo. I thought that was the rule. So then uh, he's like, hello, Ruben. How are you, Ruben? And Rika's off screen. I guess I'm meeting up with you for dinner tonight. And then he's like, tells Adrian, like, we're having... We're, I love this line. He says, we're having dinner with your parents at eight. And then Adrian says, well, I was going to have sex with you at eight. <laughs> like she has it on her planner. Like yeah, on her and calendar. no sooner and no later. It's eight o'clock. Time to bone. Yeah. So, so she says, if, 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 if you go to dinner with your, with my parents, then I'm just going to stay home and just say me. Oh, she did. She was like, she was like, if we're not going to, I'll take care of myself. And then, and then Omar says, while I love to think about that, it's important that we discuss this with your parents. And then he says, uh, he says, she says they, they shouldn't weigh in on the decision. Ruben has never had her best interest in mind ever in her entire life. He, he, he said, uh, uh, to, to clarify, he says that he had earlier in the day called them and said, Hey, do you want to have dinner tonight and discuss, uh, the potential moving of to me New and York. Adrian moving to New York and, Blah, blah, blah. Then he so reveals, it, so she says, um, like, we, he reveals that he knows that Adrian met with his mother to discuss the move. Adrian, Adrian says, oh, your mom is such a rat, which is very cool. And then, and then, he, they're gonna be Omar, fun in-laws. Omar reveals that he wasn't actually on the phone with Rupin just now, which is weird because he did, his phone did ring. His phone and, rang. Like, <laughs> who he was phone? He one of those apps. Omar, that, like, who was gives phone? gives you a fake phone call. His name Adopio. His, fo- his phone rang like right after Adrian returned home, so there's no way that he could have like like set up like an alarm or something if that's what we're meant to believe. He's playing 5D chess. He knows what he's doing. He is. He he knew what time Adrian would return home. <laughs> he's just really good at making a phone sound. So um so he's he, yeah. Dopey Omar. Dopey. Hmm. Dopey Omar. Mm. His my name Adopio Omar. So he's very unhappy about this, and Adrian tells him that Omar's mom agrees that they should not go to New York. Then we get a scene where where Amy is meeting at Leo, meeting with Leo in Leo's house. Oh my yeah. god, um, I can't believe we haven't gotten to the worst part of this episode yet. I thought we were there, and then I yeah. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so Amy is meeting with Leo, and and uh, and he, he says, "Hey, I'm a character on the show, so I have to ask you: Are you really getting married?" <laughs> That's my. I gotta meet my quota. Brenda won't pay me if I don't ask this question. Um, she Amy talks she's about how family. she's always losing things because she's a stupid idiot who sucks. Leo's like being reasonable with her in this one scene where he's like, "Oh, you're Leo's a team. being very nice here." Yeah, this is like the yeah. first time in a while that he's. Well, it's it's <laughs> you know it's not Ben, so I guess he is nice to every teen but Ben. So fair enough. So Leo's uh, like, it's on the well, same I mean, he's, he's said some shit to Amy in previous episodes. That's very true. He's like, you're a busy woman. You're working and you got a kid and you're allegedly getting married. It makes sense. And then, and then he, she's like, well, it's Margaret's mother's wedding ring. Um, and then Amy says, would it be so bad if I went to New York? And then he said, of course not, unless you're, uh, running away from your responsibility or and running the- away to someone and then he says hey ben are you going there for ben (laughs) she just like slams her head against the wall thinking about it chloe is here she has the wedding bands amy says i knew ben took i i love chloe's entrance to this scene by the way because chloe just walks into the room where leo and amy are sitting on the couch and she's like hi i was just on my way to bring these to ben why does she have them 
Whatever. Uh, Whatever. I, she read the script. I thought it was weird that when Amy finds out that Ben took her wedding bands, she didn't instantly go and murder Ben Boykovich in, in front of God smart. and everyone. She can detect lies from her bracelet reacting. That's and- true. Oh, yeah, Elliot, uh, Chloe is canonically Apollo Justice. She says that she can read people's faces and know when they're lying from the minute expressions, so that's good for you, Ace Attorney I, fan. Uh, I hate that my fucking brain like the gears started spinning so fast trying to figure out who else is it who who else is who in fucking secret life <laughs> oh, lawyers yeah. None of these, have we not i think we've probably had that conversation on the podcast i think what before. we came to the conclusion was is that all the ace attorney characters are good and that none of these characters are good enough to be even remotely compared to any of them but yes chloe is so justice so chloe okay. uh hands out, holds out amy's rings and amy's like oh what and then ben walks in and amy's like Ben, I knew you stole my rings. And then Chloe and Leo she are like, She shoots him bye. dead, and we never hear of him again, and we'll never and that, talk about Ben on the, the show. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> cool teen moment so, when Amy kills Ben. So <laughs> Ben explains. shoots him in cold blood, and the jury does not convict and Leo, her. Leo is like, you gotta hand it to her. Ben explains uh, very satisfactorily, in a, in a way that I accepted and that made sense. He's like, well, Amy, uh... I, I, I was sitting next to you, and I looked down at your hands, and I saw that your rings were sliding off your finger. So I, I was looking so at I your hands for a normal amount of time. <laughs> I was thinking about cutting off your hands and putting them in my wall. <laughs> so I took your rings off so they wouldn't fall on the floor of the plane, and you would lose them. And then I put them in my pocket, and then when we then you woke up, and then we walked uh, off the plane and through the airport together, and I just didn't feel like giving them to I you. I completely and I tried forgot to give them because to you at the I wanted shop, to... but it was... But, Rick, but Ricky, Ricky was there, and he would have also killed me if he found out that I had done this. Um... Also, uh, you forgot the part when Chloe walks up to Amy and says, by the way, did Ben tell you that he pretended that you were his wife on the plane? And then Leo tells her to go away. And Amy, once again, Amy does not murder Ben on the spot when he finds this, when she finds this out. Uh Hey, what was the point of the, of the plot point in a a few episodes ago where Amy couldn't get the rings off of her stupid big fat fingers? (laughs) Oh my god. If we now know that apparently Ben could remove them while she was sleeping. And oh allegedly, God, they were sliding off her fingers. Uh, what the gotta, hell was that? She, oh, well, when you're at high altitude, your fingers get canonically, yeah. as we know of science, <laughs> when you're up at high altitude, your fingers get smaller. Right. I like writing a scientific you. report and starting it with the word canonically. <laughs> I can't think of any other. It's word. canonical to reality. It's canonical I mean, me to the look, laws me of neither. physics and medicine. For yeah, <laughs> when you're working in in your law office, you say this crime happened canonically. Yes. Yes. Your Honor, my client canonically. So, um objection, Your Honor, that's head cannon. That's head cannon that didn't happen. That's they don't Oh yeah, my conjecture. god, that's literally what he I mean, that's what hearsay is. Yeah, it's yeah. head cannon. <laughs> that is the witness's head cannon. I I would have it stricken from the record. Uh Your Honor, this is getting grim dark. So, um so, so then Ethan Yeah, gets I, a, I like I love that thing in in a in a trial where the it's lawyer got, you got to keep it light. Inform you keep the it. the the judge of the the tone of the trial. This is lemon. <laughs> there are children in this court. So Re- receiving the transcript. Objection, the transcript your honor. No multis. <laughs> yeah, re- receiving the transcript uh, back after the hearing, and the court reporter has put the tone in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> this this trial is heart comfort. Oh, so uh, getting so, the transcripts back, and every character has a different Homestuck typing quirk. Fuck! 
That's really hard if you're a court stenographer and you need to fucking type <laughs> yeah. that Homestuck character. I mean, I, I mean, I quit too. I think this is the first time on this podcast that Homestuck has come up. I have to believe this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bleep that. <laughs> bleep every instance of the word. I'm bleeping the whole episode. <laughs> That's it's for tainted. the best. So this is also a good moment when, like, we, we, you can't. Under no circumstances should you hand it to Edward, the vampire dad. But he calls Ethan, and he's just like, Ethan, did you, did you tell my daughter that she looks like a stripper? I do want to wrap up the Amy and Ben scene. Was there more? Yeah, she killed him. There's nothing. Wrap it up in a body bag. Yeah. Amy tells Ben that he's crazy, and he says, "No crazier than you. You got what you wanted, but now you don't want it, and you feel too guilty to say so." And he says that she's not madly in love with Ricky, uh, which means that she's using him. Oh, and he and Ricky's God. too nice a guy to stop her. Oh, poor so Ricky. So she should end it nicely while he's while she still can. And Amy's like, that, uh, fuck off, bye. How is it that Ben is the most fucking creepy stalker? I'm obsessed with Amy. She's my wife constantly. And even he is shitting on Amy and trying to tell her how nice Ricky is. I, I'm confused. Do you think that those ideas? I do guess not those ideas are perfectly mesh. compatible in Brenda's wonderful mind creation. So Edward is mad at Ethan for telling, because uh, Kathy told him what Ethan told her, and uh, yeah. Ethan says it's a long story. Um, I thought she wanted me to tell her that she looks like a stripper. We were at Danica McKellop's house, and she oh, looks like a stripper. Oh, this is where my cool teen moment is. Oh, this I is great. You there was Margaret. something here that I thought was genuinely funny, because as Ethan is on the phone explaining- <laughs> Margaret folding her anime paper fan. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's like, no, 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 you don't get it, because I meant when I was saying that your daughter looks like a strip, as he's saying this, Margaret is just standing behind him while he's on the phone, and she's just like rummaging she's through drawers, mallet, like pulling like, out different things and considering like- Huh, meat tenderizer. No, that would probably kill him. Um, <laughs> she's like, she's like, that would kill him. And is that really such a bad thing? Eh, I guess it's not great. For she, she passes settle- it she- uh, to Amy, who's just out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> she ultimately settles on a used paper towel tube. Uh, yeah. And I, I did think that that was funny. That was uh, so that was she, a good comedy moment, genuinely. She and whacks I like, him on the back of the head with a paper towel tube. It and, was good then, to remember a time when Margaret was my favorite character on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Ethan's like, ow, and Edward says, what happened? And and he's like, uh, my mom just hit me, and he says, good. good. Oh, no, it's this part! Oh, we no! We made it! Oh, oh, no! We've been recording for so episode. long. Yeah, that's how this show goes, I'm sorry. No, that's okay, so Grace, I just literally can't believe, like... Uh, every part has been so bad time is a vacuum when you're talking about the secret life of the american teenager so so. grace is hanging out in the guest house where she may or may not live i don't remember and then jack's mom walks hard to explain she (laughs) says she says uh i'm here to do jack's laundry because he doesn't like the way kathleen does it so i have a couple questions about this he is a very how many different ways are there man. to do laundry first of all there that's my main that's question two ways. is jack still living here yes three why can't he do his own fucking laundry because he's a sad little pathetic man boy next four why is he if kathleen who is apparently letting him continue to live in her guest house for free and doing his laundry for free <laughs> he's calling his mom and saying I don't like she the way, the way she, she does, does my laundry she for free. She, she puts too much fabric softener on my perfect little boy clothes. <laughs> so, she is like, 
Grace is here. She's like, hi, <laughs> hi, yeah, you're you, Jack's you mother. Tell, you like, tell the listeners you, what happened you, to you. You don't know. She's got fucking Joker makeup on. And she's like, <laughs> you never knew my name. No, she's got like Jeff the Killer makeup on. Seriously. Oh and then she's like, she's like, I'm here to confront you. I know what you're doing. You're trying to find a way to break up with Jack. And then Grace is like, no, I'm just looking for colleges. And some of them happen to be out of state. And she says, you... You're going out of state because you can't tell Jack what you wanted. Jack almost died, and now you're going to stomp all over his heart. He, he had his bones broken, broken and, and his head bo- smashed in, and, and now, now you're, you're going, going to stomp, stomp all, all over, over his, his heart. heart. I don't, I think, don't so. think so. She's fucking, what the fuck did you just fucking say about my son, you little bitch? She says, she if you break up with Jack, I'll I might, snap. quote, snap and, and come, come after, after you. you. This is like, I swear to God, this is like one of, this might be the first time they've spoken. Because I know that Dee Dee Stone did talk to Madison and give her the necklace of the albatross. I don't which, think the Dee Dee Stone has been in a scene for more than 30 seconds before well, this. Well, she gave Madison an albatross necklace, remember? And, and That was pretty and funny. That was pretty Man, funny. Man, I forget that Jack and Madison dated. I think that, I think that, I think that, uh, Dee Dee wanted Jack to be with Madison. Um, and she then did like Madison. She's like, you've never been a good girlfriend for Jack and you wouldn't make a good wife. All you ever did was talk about change, changing your mind. Will I have sex? I won't have sex. Am I a Christian? I'm not a Christian. Why You're is he not. talking to his mom about his sex life? Because that's all the characters on the show do. That's it's literally okay. the only thing that happens okay, on the show. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. Uh, I, and then just... she says, and now, after dragging him back into this relationship, <laughs> you are not breaking up with him. Jack has not been this asking year, Jack is the one. Not who... next uh. year. You are not breaking up with him until I say you are. Oh my fucking God. And Grace is like, uh, is Reverend Stone with you? And she says, no. no. And if you tell him about this conversation, I'm going to deny it. And I'm going to tell him you're crazy. <laughs> and he'll take my this side. Show. And this she, fucking show. This fucking TV then, program. And then she just, she's just what like. What is this? What is she's this just plot? Like, She's There's just like, like five Grace. episodes of this show left, and now Re- Jack's mom is gonna kill Grace. And then she's just like, "Grace, I hope I didn't scare you. I just care a lot about my she's son, a which yandere. is a lie. She, she's she a- doesn't hope she didn't scare Jack's Grace. mom. Is a yandere? She's holding like a knife and has like a scary pointy tongue. Yeah. What is this? Ooh, yeah. What is this? Man, I don't. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you if you break up with my son because a pimp hit him sometimes. <laughs> no chance, no choice. Either. I'm gonna kill you if you go to Utah. Did you just say no chance and no choice? Fuck you. Sorry. How dare how dare you compare Dee Dee Stone threatening a teenager to Brienne of Tarth? <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking of strong women. This is a, she's got the eye of a tiger and you're going to hear her roar when she comes to your house and snaps your neck because you went to school in a different state. Oh, well, Bri- Brienne does love to kill. You got to stop famously. referencing bad guys. Brienne loves murdering people who date her son. <laughs> I'm so who sorry. Her, who date her and Tormund's giant sons. <laughs> oh my god. Jack is Tormund, stop. huh? We need to stop. He's show Tormund. He's not book Tormund. Book Tormund no, is no. wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so that's <gasps> that scene. Jack's mom threatened to murder Grace. Ellie's <laughs> fine. Are you having a moment? Yeah, and I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Ben is Aridin. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. I'm gonna, gonna censor that one. No, you uh, can't. Yeah. <laughs> am I wrong? Returns. Am I wrong? It's been a while. You're wrong since for I, having said it. It's it, you're I wrong know. since I, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, you're so right, Ricky though. returns to the apartment after work and finds Madison and Lauren completely ignoring John while John he runs is, like, around running around with a big box of cookies and he's got a gun and cocaine and like he's throwing band-aids all over the floor. He's got chocolate all over his face and Ricky's like, "You women, you can't be up. You can't just sit around reading your magazines that you're reading." Yeah, Madison Print and Lauren are charging again. their phones and twerking. This is a conspiracy. <laughs> And then, and then Lauren's like, it's not our fault. Amy's been gone all day. And then Madison offers to help Ricky clean up. And he's like, okay, I'll go get the cleaning supplies. And then Lauren is like, I, I, I generally like, uh, Darren Kagasoff's acting. Big is that Ricky? When, yeah, that's Ricky. When Madison okay. says, we'll help you clean up. And Ricky completely like turns on a dime. And he's like, okay, okay. we'll clean up. He I'll turns- go get the vacuum and we can clean <laughs> up. Va- well, he loves vacuuming and he loves being domestic. So then I hated that shit. Madison, once he leaves, Madison, Lauren is so pissed that Madison offered to help someone with something. She's yeah, like, Madison's you're so like, out I of didn't character think he would right let us now. Help. And then she's like, well, I have to do him a solid. He let me have sex in his house. In his bed. We don't need... <laughs> We yeah, don't need to talk sorry. about that. So Ricky, uh, so, so Elliot, Ricky, there was an episode where Ricky uh, allowed what? Madison and Jack to have sex in his bed. We don't need to. <laughs> oh, so we oh. just move on in in Ricky, the bed. Ooh. In his, in his bed. bed, it's fine. Anyway, it's fine. Ricky says <laughs> fine. he he's like he's like he's like I'd be more than happy. Oh, because Lauren says like if uh if I was Amy. Um, I'd go to school in New York and leave John here with Ricky because he's such a good dad and a perfect man. And then Ricky says, like, I'd be more than happy to let Amy stay here with John and, 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 and we'll get married whenever she wants. I've got wet eyes. And then, uh, and then he says, like, I don't even know if she likes me anymore. I don't even think I she likes at her me every day. And she doesn't like me for some her. reason. <laughs> every time she gets mad, I walk out of the house and go to the driving range. I don't know what's wrong. And if and she then, ever tries to stop me, I threaten her. I don't one know time she, she offered like to me. make me dinner and I told her food was disgusting and that I'd rather eat Chinese food. What's wrong with our relationship? So Madison's so Lauren, like, <laughs> yeah. Lauren says, I think that Amy feels trapped and she's, she, she She's being selfish, wanting to go to New York, which is the opposite of what she said five seconds ago. She's, if I was Amy, I'd go to New York. She's trapped. She shouldn't go to New York. I'm not saying if I'm I was, right. If I was Amy, I'm... I would do this, but I'm also a horrible person, so. Just like Amy. So Lauren says, like, uh, maybe once you're out of high school, uh, but uh, or once you're out of college, sorry, you could go, but splitting up now would be bad. And then Ricky's like, I don't think she wants to get married. I'm yelling at her. I told her one time that she doesn't want to get married. Amy's yeah, like and- outside the door listening to this whole conversation. Yeah. So Lauren asks, uh, she's like, is there any reason that that you want to marry Amy? Besides the fact that she's John's mom. He says, and this, is a, says this is a brain moment where he says, like, well, I love her. And then they are like, is the sex good? And then he says, it's great. I love it. And I love Amy. And then he's, Lauren's like her. She turns into the brain haver and she says, OK, you love Amy, but are you in love with Amy? Do you like, like says, her? I don't I don't <laughs> know what that means. Ha ha. <laughs> but do you like 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 her <laughs> I, I mean no i, I don't even like her what's I, the problem i uh three episodes ago i was telling my therapist that i don't love amy anymore but i guess i do because they forgot about that scene Th- three episodes ago he was telling his therapist that he doesn't even like amy and that he doesn't want to get married to her but now he does and he has wet eyes man dr fields it. is a great therapist He's so uh, good. having heard ricky say that and apparently having no thoughts on the matter <laughs> well he always no makes the wrong decision so, so Amy comes in and she's like, sorry, I needed some time to myself. 
Um, interestingly, I thought Ricky was going to be like, you had plenty of time to yourself in New York. But actually, he's like, he, he's like, oh, well, you know, Madison and Lauren, they're here. We're active babysitting. And that's why it's so messy. We'll clean up. Goodbye. And then they like do big kiss. Yeah, they, they, Amy does big kiss of Ricky and says, because we'll she realizes that together. she was being a terrible wife and mother. Uh, yeah. As is the words of Brenda. She f- tells him that she found the rings and then she's like, she's like, let's set a date. I think it's let's really Let's set a date, even though we've set a date three Fourth times of July, already. Fourth of July. It's really funny that Amy didn't tell Ricky that Ben stole her wa- rings and that it wasn't yeah. her fault that she lost it. I was like, that gives two Well, that men- would be, that would be mean to Ben. That would be, it was poor Ben. We need to think about Ben. Like, even just like, oh yeah, sorry. I don't yeah, ever sorry. want to think I, about Ben again. I didn't lose my rings. Ben fucking took them off my finger while I was asleep and put them in his I pocket. I seriously, yeah, and also, did they forget that they've set a date? <laughs> well, it's the 4th of July, and you know what that means. So, yeah, um, the 4th of July is a funny gay holiday. We don't need to talk about that. According to the show. Um, uh, so Kathy asked, oh I needed God. to tell you according to the show because I was worried that you'd think it was true. <laughs> Feel no, free to go to the Jurgen at Twitter and scroll down until you find the clip that I posted. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I trust you guys enough. <laughs> so um, they've, they've made Jennifer Coolidge say some shit. <laughs> sure is. Sure does. So Kathy. Uh, sure are. Sure are. So Kathy asks Ethan, she's like, so. Do you really think I could be a stripper? And then he's like, I like it now. Yeah, it's good. Hooray. I was just jealous or something. And then he's like, yeah, it's hot. And also, I like when you're jealous. Do you think I could be a male stripper? How old do you have to be? The reason reason he makes the jealous comment is because Mm -hmm. she's like, do you think I'm hotter than stupid Danica McKellar? Do you think I'm hotter than our guest star who's a dumb idiot and I hate her? Let me get to this line where Ethan says, how old do you have to be to take off your clothes? I don't know, Ethan. It seems like maybe you would have life experience that would inform you of such things. Oh my Yay. Yay. Margaret hits him with a paper towel roll again. I wish That's she'd used the, the mallet scene. this time. So Ricky and Amy are uh, at Jeff's. George is the only bar and grill. Um, yeah, and George so is, is continuing to just like be the host. I guess. Yeah, he's well. He's you know he's a great business owner. He's he well he has to be the host so he can hit on all the old ladies, right? Because he's so charming. He's so, so charming. He's, he's standing there and he's he's like. Uh, you guys don't have a reservation, which apparently you need at this fucking restaurant that everyone goes to all the time. Uh, yeah. but I, I can get you I a get table, you. but I'm not, I'm still not giving you 20 grand, toots. Call your own daughter toots, you fucking don't call freak. your daughter toots? So, um, Ugh. Omar and Adrian are also at Jeff's The Only Bar not, and not Grill. Not Adrian, not Sorry, Adrian. sorry, Omar's at the o- Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill talking to his dad. He's yeah. saying, uh, his dad is saying, like, Take some more time to decide if Adrian needs to go to New York. You're a young man. Live your life, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he's like, Omar says that Adrian and uh, his mom are in agreement. And then he says, she's a minister. I'm a cop. You know, sometimes you got to hand it to the police. We know we love our cops on this show. Uh, and then uh, he says, like, have a good time in New Sonic York. Sonic is the only blue life that matters. <laughs> Detective Dick Gumshoe is the only good cop in this world, and I stand behind, uh, beside yep. that forever. So, what about oh, Emma Sky? I guess I'm. She's not I a guess cop. Emma's, yeah, she's she's pretending to be a cop while she gets a real job. <laughs> she's larping. She's larping as a cop. She, she is larping. Even, she doesn't even want to be a cop. She just couldn't get her degree. She didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So so Omar's like uh, Adrian's very smart, and therefore she should go to New York with me. Like he's trying to like stand up for Adrian. He's like uh, he's like, well, you do what you want to do. And then he says, if the shoe was on the other foot, would you go to New York for her? And then he says, yes, I would. And then also Jack is also 
Jack's this is a weird. This is there's weird. only one restaurant. There's I don't know what the problem I'm sorry, is. But they're all going out to eat at the same time. He's also at George, George's the only apartment girl, and he says like, "I love you. I want to marry you. I want to have your. I want you to have my babies." And then it cuts to the booth, and no it, one's it, there. By the way, I I do want to say because we this is one of those moments where it cuts directly to a close up on Jack. It's not showing who he's talking to, so. I was like, okay, the camera is going to pan and reveal it's one of three things. Clementine? Either Moose or Clementine. Hey, do you remember when Jack had sex with Clementine? Just forgot about that. You yeah, guys are saying so many it's okay. names. It's okay. There's a lot of people on the show for a show that has no characters on it ever. <laughs> usually when, when they do this thing and the camera pans and reveals who it is, it's Moose. <laughs> it's uh, which usually is Moose. Dog. Or it's like Jack is a little kid. I <laughs> I thought I thought it was going to be Moose Clementine or it was Jack talking to like a delicious steak. Oh my god. So he's talking to no one and I don't mean Arya Stark. <laughs> so then the waiter says, "Okay, but would you like fries with that?" and it's a really funny joke. And then uh-huh, Ben uh-huh. is also at Jeff's apolo- This is a thing that happened on this show. Uh Ben is also at Jeff's apologizing to Chloe for the thing he said to her and she says, and "It's okay." Like, <laughs> oh my <laughs> what? god. <laughs> what? Was I mad at you? Oh, it's just PMS. It's just Oh, sorry. I'm on my girl period. Remember on the show when uh when when George was like, "Maybe it's Amy's time of the month." And then Ricky said, that's not actually how things work and it's not true. But then the, uh, Chloe uh, validates this incorrect belief and says, like, like we've just- said many times, the show is written by multiple writers and they all hate each other. <laughs> they all hate each other and they all hate women. That's the yeah. only thing they can agree on. She says she's not offended. It was just her time of the month. That she, you know, women be crazy, folks. That's how we think on this show. Um, yeah, and she, then, sa- she says, I get that way for a couple hours every month. And Ben's like, okay, hours. well, anyway, I also wanted to talk to you about how you keep ratting me out to my dad every time I tell you about my horrible crimes. <laughs> it just it just lasts a couple hours. What are you talking about? Yeah, she says, you know. I, it's, I, it's, she's been blessed. She says, I can't help it. I love Leo. So I tell him all of these <laughs> I tell him all my secrets. I tell him all your secrets. And ben then Ben's says, like, I thought part of having a sister would be that I can talk to you about my secret. My wife, my secret wife of the American teenager, me. So Chloe Ugh. says, uh, do you, are you here with me because you want to talk about Amy? And he's like, yep, that's the truth. I'm actually just here to talk to you about Amy. And he says, she says that Amy is finally moving away from being Ricky's girlfriend and John's mom and becoming her own person. And that's and a bad Chloe thing. Says, and Chloe says, and you think that that'll lead her to becoming your own person? And Ben says, hmm, perhaps. Mm, then Happy we get George five, everyone. George and Kathleen yeah. are also eating at Jeff's, the only bar. George is the only bar and grill. And then he you says, can like, see George also uh, standing at the host station. In the yeah, <laughs> there's two of two of them. And then uh, he t- he's two. like, Kath- Kathleen, we got to stop kidding around. Let's make it official. And then uh, Kathleen's mom shows up and says, please tell me you're not going back to ground zero. And uh, I think it's really funny that the, and then the episode ends. And the thing I think is really funny is that if all the like people who are eating at Jeff's the only bar and grill, the end dramatic end of the episode is George Jurgens because he's the main character of this show now. <laughs> you know, I think it's, I think it's actually kind of offensive uh, of Kathleen's mom to show up and reference Ground Zero, considering what happened to Marshall. <laughs> oh my God, rest in peace, dude. <laughs> Was that is Too that Grace's dad? Yeah, the, yeah. He's Wait, the one who die died in a plane 9/11? explosion. No, he just died in a plane crash. Rest okay, in, just a regular plane style crash. plane crash. Rest in crash. shit, okay. Marshall. <laughs> just a regular style plane crash. <laughs> it was a, well, just it one. Was, just a normal plane to crash. To be fair, it was a sex. divinely inspired plane crash that was caused by premarital sex. So. 
It was anyway, that's friend division. That's friend division. Um, I do want to say Grace was not at dinner with Jack because Dee Dee did murder her. You're fucking dead, kiddo. Uh, I has- can't. I really wonder like what this Dee Dee thing is gonna. Yeah, do, is this gonna like, go anywhere? Or, no. Next episode, she's gonna be like, "Sorry, I was so crazy. It was my time of the month for one hour." So, um, that's it. Let's do some questions. We got a couple. If you have a question, you can send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com slash ask. But first we have to ask the question of the, of the episode, favorite and least favorite characters. But besides Ben, Ethan, Ricky, and George is the rule. Yes. Oh, that's the rule. Okay. We, we add, we add more and more characters because we can't just say the same four people. There's so many bad people that, so who is it? Let's. Elliot, you go first. Who's your least favorite and favorite characters? Oh, my least favorite. Okay, so my least favorite is probably going to be... God. Oh, it's got to be Dee Dee. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, she, I mean, that's... Um, I mean, I've had she unpleasant... She did threaten to murder a she teenager. She did threaten to murder I've had Grace unpleasant, Bowman for... I've had a couple of unpleasant interactions with, like, a partner's parent before, but nothing has been... Uh, you know... That's no, beyond the pale. That, she didn't give little, the entire yeah. uh, Marine, no, the she, Navy SEAL no, copypasta to you. No, nobody's <laughs> parent has given me the entire Navy SEALs copypasta or, like, chased me around with a knife, which is what God, I assume happened as soon my as the camera was My ex's dad actually them. recited uh, the Sonic.exe creepypasta <laughs> to me, so that was strange. <laughs> mine, that was kind of a nice just, touch. He put some creativity into it. Mine did the you have to be really un- intelligent to understand Rick and Morty, and it just made me feel really stupid. <laughs> oh, it just kind of owned you. Just kind of owned Fav- me with facts and logic. Favorite yeah. character, um, uh, Margaret, f- for the funny. I hit my son scene. The funniest act of hitting a child. I, on I this do show. wish she had yeah. used the, the meat tenderizer, but it was not funny when when uh, Camille punched Ben. But it was very funny when Margaret hit ja- uh, hit ben, hit who Ethan. Who I, can't, Ethan. I mix I mix up all these characters because they're all equally horrible. Um, I'm gonna say my favorite character was Adrian, just because when she, whenever she was on screen, I wasn't paying attention to the dialogue. I was just paying attention to how good her eyebrows look. They're really, they're really professionally done. As See, very this envious. is a perspective well, we can never Congratulations get with us to Francia Risa. Eyebrows at the show award. Eyebrows at the show. Cool eyebrow moment. I, I, I gave it to Leo for being the only person in human history to ever tell Amy that it's not an inherently bad thing to go to New York for school. Damn, you're right. Wow. Why can't Leo be my dad, says Amy? I gave favorite character to Ben for helping Amy with her rings. <laughs> he would say we're going to fall <laughs> off. All right. Let's go to questions. If you have a question, you can send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com forward slash ask. We got one question from friend of the show, Bill Box Fieri. Who says, based on the comments you've seen on the wiki and elsewhere, it seems like the fans of this show grew to hate it as it went on, but kept watching for a while anyway. I assume they were hoping it would get back to what the show originally, sorry, I assume they were hoping it would get back to what originally drew them to it. Any media you've consumed that went through a similar sort of situation with, hating it but continue to watch because you wanted it to get better. Um, My eyes are completely black right now. I feel like I know (laughs) what you're going to say, Elliot, but please say it. Glee. Yeah, uh, it it was. Uh, I think it was Doctor Who for me. Uh, I would say that about Lost. Oh, but Ooh, Lost is fun yeah. to watch, even though it sucks. Lost sucks, but you love it. That's I how I felt dipped, about Lost. I haven't dipped back into Lost since I watched it like on TV live with commercials. I will say I uh, I I watched all but the last season of Lost. Got to the last season and said this feels like a good place to stop. So maybe <laughs> maybe I right. made the correct decision. Here's no, one. you stopped way late. 
Here's what I mean. Yeah. Here's okay. One from, look, see the season four of The Constant is a fucking great episode of television. The Constant is good. Everyone loved The Constant. I like Desmond. It's a so. bit of a constant. I love of the Desmond. <laughs> uh, here's one from friend of the show Xi Jinping. Thought from Chai, who says one does not look like but acts like a stripper. This says, and I don't know how to pronounce this name. Simone de Havoir, XOXO Chai. I don't know what, I don't know, sure, why not? Just something to, just something to chew just on. Just something to chew on. We got two just from Haunting the Morgue, friend of the show Morgue. This one is Hi, mainly for, uh, Elliot, because he's the expert of Yu-Gi-Oh! Who says, who Elliot. of these characters would you want to duel with? I'll say you can use cards or whatever weapons you choose. <laughs> oh, Morgue, <laughs> Which, which you of these characters have. would you like to murder? Uh, I liked the no. part when, when Ben took Amy's wedding ring and then said, Say goodbye to your marriage! I mean, I, I would like, I would love to do a mind crush on uh, uh, Ben or Ricky or Ethan or George. You beat Ben, ben in a duel. Ricky, Ethan, George, multi track drifting. <laughs> <laughs> if you do beat Ben in, in Yu Gi Oh five Ds, you use yes! Exodia on Ben, and he's so upset about it that he falls into a coma for an entire season. Um, I mean, I guess. I'm bad at Yu-Gi-Oh, so I'd duel whoever's worst at Yu-Gi-Oh, so I'd want to duel John so I can definitely win. You can you can't you can use weapons. I can use weapons, but you know, I guess I'd hit Ethan with a mallet just to give him what's what for. I would I would duel Ethan and uh if he loses, spinning circular saws would cut his legs <laughs> off. And send you to the shadow realm. I want to send, send him to, to the, the shadow, shadow realm. realm so bad. Oh, boy. Here's another one from Morg, who said, what if it was called Secret Life of the American Duelist and was about Bandit Keith? Hey! Hey! He I is like the that. American Duelist. He, he, he really is. is the American Duelist. When you Sam, think about you, it. did you ever watch Yu-Gi-Oh? I watched it when I was, like, five and then listened to Pot of Greed. I, I watched a decent amount. I read the manga more than I watched the show. Oh, that's right. I remember you talking about how you liked the, like, season zero stuff of the manga when it wasn't. Oh, the manga is okay, we're, hey, we're gonna have you on, Sam. That's a threat. Oh, um, I know have, Sam have you not Have you not talked about the manga? Oh, I know yeah. Sarah, Sarah talked Sa- about the manga. We, before I was, uh, I came in as a host after they'd been doing the podcast for, like, a year already, but they did season zero anime. And Sarah reads the manga alongside watching the sub and kind of chimes in with, like, all the extra whack shit the manga does. So Sarah knows about the part where Bakura impales his hand on a a plastic castle. Yeah, 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 yeah. The fact that the first page of the manga has has an upskirt shot. Jesus I also Christ, know Takahashi. that because I had a Shonen Jump subscription in the years oh, 2003 yeah. and 2004. Nice. Okay, this is epic. This is epic. Sam, you taught me how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! And when I was little, I used to put on my Yu-Gi-Oh! Halloween costume when we would play Yu-Gi-Oh! You know, it's it's wild that I apparently taught you how to play that card game that I... If you had asked me, Sam, did you ever know how to play that card game? I would say, no, I don't think I did. I don't I think did, either of us really knew I did. how to play the card game, but we did play the card game I like game to collect the cards. They're good I to look like at. I never played it. Here's one from from friend of the show, Roy, who says, and this is the last question, what is your legit theory as to why there's so much teen, teen marriage drama in this show, Roy? And I, I feel like we've discussed this plenty of times. It's because the show writers are all old. They all one are all probably divorced and want to write marriage and divorce <laughs> dramas about the old ball and chain. But the show they're writing is called The Secret Life of the American Teenager. And there's only so many adults who can get divorced on this show. I think that they're torn between uh, trying to make the show higher stakes, 
but also having very little to do. So they introduce at like the beginning of season five, like a will Amy and Ricky get married? And then they just ask that question over and over for 23 episodes until the show ends. Slamming your head into the table. Will Amy and Ricky get married? Hey, 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 do you think they will? Hey, do you think they will? Has your mind been changed yet? Hey, do you think they will though? Look at how wet Ricky's eyes are. Do you think they're going to get married? Do you think you have cry eyes? (laughs) His eyes are very soaked. That's all my legit. The, my legit ah. theory is that they just, I mean, they just want to shit on choices that teenage girls make. I mean, this that's, show, that's what it boils down to, right? This show yeah. hates teens. It hates marriage and also loves marriage. It's so weird. They, there yeah. are three different girls on this show who have gotten pregnant. And uh, <laughs> one of them uh, lost her baby. Yeah, and they, they played Arms of that. an Angel, I'm pretty sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah, I remember uh, that but one. But the, the other two mm. gave birth, and the ones who gave birth to their babies, we shame them for it constantly. Which it's I don't really true. know how that works. It's weird that, you're right, Adrian is the only one who like got out unscathed because she didn't actually become a mother. So that's great. Thanks, Brenda. Those are cool, all of our Brenda. questions. Thank you so much for sending them in. Get your questions in before the podcast is over, because it's almost over. Hooray! It's almost over. Uh, Thank God. Let's take it to the close. That's going to do it for us this week. You can follow us on Twitter at Jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com. I don't know why I always say that. That blog is incredibly inactive. Uh, You can follow me at Stress on Twitter, Jordan at BradipusRex, Elliot. Uh, I'm Elliot. You can find me on Twitter at KaibaLiker. As evidence <laughs> from our best. last Pod of Greed episode, yeah. it is such a good name. Uh, I also am a uh, co-host on the podcast Pod of Greed, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast officially sponsored by Kaiba Corp. Uh, you can join oh. our Discord at kaiba.online. Pretty good URL. That's a really good URL. It's a really good URL, I know, dude. And, and a good podcast title. I'll I, say it. I really enjoy Pot of Greed, and I enjoy listening to it. And you all should, too, because it's funny. Even if you don't oh, like thanks. Yu-Gi-Oh! It's good. It's just, it's nice because we all really, uh, I, I like listening to podcasts about people that hate things. Like, I love post-Game of Thrones, and I have loved the energy of today, but we are watching something that we all genuinely love and are just constantly hyped about. Couldn't and be me. Kind of, like. So Can't that's wait. kind of a fun energy. Yeah, uh, that's me. Have I talked about else? the Yakuza podcast that I'm going to do when Jurgen It's Over on the show yet? You can talk. You can talk about that. Who when cares? I'm done with Jurgen It, like the second it's over, me and uh, Pot of Greed host and friend of the me Argyle are going to do a podcast where we play all the Yakuza games in order. Please listen to it. It's going to be called uh, like a podcast. Podcast Gagatoku. Anyways, like a podcast. Cast. Hitting cast someone for with the a very chair. First time. All right, let's finish up. <laughs> Yeah, we have a Discord that you can join, uh, where you can, I mean, the, the, the main thing of the Discord these days is watching us live blog the, the episodes when we watch them. I think that's, that's a pretty good time. Bonark has been watching them before us, which is, it's dedication. like, it's like watching my own impending death. Sorry, Bodark? Like, Sorry Bodark about it? posts just, I just see a giant block of text in all caps of just like, I can't believe, and then spoiler tags, how fucking dare Brenda spoiler tags, and I'm just like, oh, great, <laughs> it's gonna be this for 45 minutes of my life, plus plus time to t- take notes. I thought they were, I thought they were 25 minute episodes, and when I booted that <laughs> oh, up and saw no. the fucking, 
43 minute mark i god i wish they were only 20 minutes long then i would only take two hours to watch them yeah yeah uh uh you can join that you can disc- discord links on all of our episode posts uh we have a patreon patreon.com slash jergen it uh one dollar gets you a pretty special discord role marking you as a cool teen gets you uh access to all of our bonus content our fan fiction readings our uh secret diary of ashley jurgens readings our episode audio commentaries that we might do again at some point uh our circle jerg series and of course the great high school exchange program oh, we just hell yeah beastly we just put up beastly was episode. good as hell we did on you the guys are beastly. doing oh, you guys are putting a lot of fucking work in for a dollar a month uh well you say that you don't know how how often uh we just don't do anything <laughs> okay that's fair sometimes sometimes i wake up and say do i want to uh record bonus content this weekend no i would rather uh go play board games with uh but when we do it's fire it's very good um we we have a big backlog grand high school exchange program is probably going to be high school musical three so uh hey Uh, i saw that in the theaters in 2010 the year i graduated high school fully cried that is so valid of you Thank I you. cried all through Beastly. You spent. I was crying thinking about um face. How my face is like a burnt Lego. You spent. I, I cried every time the the woman did that horrible fake Jamaican accent. Oh god! Also saw Beastly in theaters. Did Amazing. not cry. Damn. Damn. How you have you? You, I, you even have tear ducts of steel. Vulcan. We got a Vulcan <laughs> in the house. Your eyes were actually just absorbing all the tears of everyone around you. <laughs> I, was, Ricky, I Ricky was took growing Ri- so strong. I was in the back of the theater going fucking Super Saiyan. R- Ricky took all the wetness. <laughs> Everyone's like, your "Excuse eyes. me, can you turn your hair off? Can you, you turn your hair off? Can you stop screaming just forever? <laughs> can you please can you uh, stop charging up? Can you turn off your spirit bomb? It's distracting everyone on Earth." Anyway, that's that's one dollar. Five dollars gets you a, a, a special Discord role, marking you as a fellow teen. Uh, also a shout out in the podcast and you can send in a message that we'll read in Ben voice ASMR optional $10 gets you all that plus an incredibly special discord will allowing you to listen to the recordings while they're recordings uh, so thank you to our 10 and $5 subscribers Valerie W, Destry Hawk, HCabe Tasty Sea Sponge, Dr. B Dandy and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett we appreciate all of you so much uh, if you didn't exist uh, I don't know if we would still be doing this horrible podcast can you imagine jordan if we weren't making some money off of this not not the money just the fact the idea, that, oh the fact that people are listening and like care the about idea us of and, doing this podcast without knowing that there's people listening who <laughs> who support who enjoy us, us in any way <laughs> we're just doing this for no one <laughs> what a horrible thought fortunately yeah. that's not the case you thank can you, find all of our thank episodes you all for at listening whether or not you're a patron excuse me I said thank you all for listening, even if you're not a patron, because seriously, though. Oh, yeah. You can find all of our episodes at SecretLifePod.com. We're hosted on NoiseSpace.xyz, the home of such podcasts as Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses. Such uh, a good one. It's a it's a rad podcast. Uh, My Pod Cabbages. Hell yeah. Radish. Giants Confirmed. Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die. The stick. Not a threat, just a fact. Not a threat, just a fact. S- City Girls make do. Oh, that one's good too. Uh, that one's Wonder, Wonder Yerks. Fantastic satisfaction. Hell yeah. That's enough. That's enough. Uh, and also Pot of Greed is not hosted on Noise Space, but it's but it listed is, in the sidebar. But it's, it's it is, good. It's a friend of the network and it rules. Thank you. But they think they think they're too good for Noise Space. We have been on our hands and knees licking Matt's fucking boots to try and get into noise space. He won't let us in. 
<laughs> Log on, Matt. I just want to talk. I'm just <laughs> Open kidding. Your DMs, I just, Matt. I'm just kidding. I don't have any. I Sarah handles all of that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I just show up. <laughs> now that we've now that we instigated a podcast fight. Yeah, that's uh, how you I end think, all your episodes, think... right? Yeah, we yeah. say which well, which podcast yeah, host we're mad at. Yeah, you're beefing with the McElroys right now. I hear. <laughs> that's true. Oh, uh, here I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do an incredibly stupid plug. Uh, Vine two is out. Uh, join 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 oh, the dear. app Byte oh, and follow Lord. me. I'm at Positive Stress on Byte. Nice. Oh, I got I actually signed up for Byte too because I like to sign up for these things early and get good usernames. Um, so you can also find me on Byte, which I will never do anything with at Mokuba. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You got> Mokuba. <laughs> yeah. Snipe. Jordan, legends, what's your bite o- name? legends only. Legends Thank you. only. What's your bite name, Jordan? I I would never use bite because I'm not funny. Wow, cringe. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.